0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Rec League, I ain't paying the ball. Y'all be string like a broke guitar, and I still put it down like the family dog. Yeah, I murder some. I murder one. Explain it all. Ferguson.
1: We ain't got to sing the same old love song. Cut a white girl with the same black gloves on. Yeah, what you saying on it? Old money, look no money, don't do it. Nigga come round in the land like Huey. And I'm only looking back at her booty.
2: At her booty. booty. Hey, What's welcome that's that's to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and uh, we're in the house on a very special World Cup winning edition. Yes, of the Blackout Tips Podcast, USA, 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 USA. That's right, Ghana. Yeah. In your face, Ghana. You thought you had us. You got us last time, but now look at you. Now who's winning? Give us Take our rights. Give us our rights back. <laughs> now. All of us. Go it. back to Africa. Mm hmm. Go back to Africa. That's right. With a loss. I don't even know the rules. They probably <laughs> got to mm-hmm. lose like three more times to be out, but I don't care. Me either. It's sudden death to me. I'm American and I'm ignorant to this sport
1: me too you are a.
2: Mm-hmm. america let's go <laughs> fuck yeah um anyway <laughs> this is also the, <laughs> it's also the book club edition of uh the blackout tips <laughs> podcast so for those of you that have been reading it is finally time yeah and uh, i had to go out and get some help because honestly we've never done anything dealing with the book club before i, yeah, I know knows, everyone knows my stance on reading i don't do it mm-hmm. um but uh, I, I knew that my man, um, the first voice you heard, Leonard Brothers from the Look and Listen podcast, um, who I think a lot of people have heard. I mean, you guys uh, probably know him from his chat room exploits, the racism that he spreads throughout. But a lot of y'all didn't know he reads and the shit. Mm-hmm. That's right. He's a very intelligent person and runs his own business and all this, this progressive stuff, this positive stuff that, um, nobody ever talks about because we too busy being like, damn, that was racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, you right. can find him on lbrothersmedia.com. Lbrothersmedia is his Twitter at look listen pod. Um, Leonard, man, thank you for being here, man. We're going to rely on you
1: a lot. Cause yes, thank you, I've sir. never,
2: I've never done any sort of book club recap or review mm-hmm. or
1: anything. So it's up to you. Sad. I tell you, my Danny.
2: Mm hmm. No pressure. Um, <laughs> we also have, uh, Nick Ju, who, um, if I'm not mistaken, are you still on the West Coast? You beaming in from the West Coast?
0: I am popping in from the Bay Area, Cali.
2: No doubt, man. We appreciate you taking the time out to do this. It was, uh, yes. Pretty important that I, I wanted to get you on this because, um, yes. You share our love of all things Ratchet and, um, you know, <laughs> oh, over at What's the Tea. <laughs> uh you guys were uh reading excerpts from the book yes <laughs> so yeah. uh i was like these people get me and <laughs> that's why we all go together yeah and then i would have had reggie but reggie seemed to just dis- have disdain for the entire process so really i don't did. i did not want to drag him through this
0: he was really trying to act like he was in like ratchet stuff and he, like we were torturing him to get in on this good righteousness yeah <laughs>
1: He was that, acting all uppity when we read that on Nicole's show, man. Yeah.
0: Right. Knowing that he, this would be a page turner. That right.
2: that, and, is. that. and Instagram, he think he's too good for. It, but it's, yeah. it's cool. It's cool. Yeah.
0: He wanted them smarty art Negroes. So mm, if you yeah. put it on paper, it, you know, it has to be a, at a certain level for him and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, and I don't yeah. think it's at that
1: level. Mm-hmm. This nigga got standards and yeah,
3: shit. Yeah, he be right. using them big fancy words. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh,
0: so, I, I'm honored to be here, though. I, I really appreciate this opportunity to um discuss this literature.
2: Well, you know, uh, you're one of our favorite people, man. So it's glad to have you on. And same goes for you, Leonard. Um,
1: appreciate uh, it. It
2: was cool hanging out with y'all in Raleigh. and Eating yes. that uh, half-off sushi. That was dope. Yes, yes that was. I got Def- to do that again. Yeah, definitely got to hit that spot next time. Because mm-hmm. them rolls was great, and it didn't cost a lot. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, make sure you check out Nicole, uh, what's the T podcast, uh, on Twitter. She's Nick Jew underscore, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, <laughs> she's still mad about that underscore. <laughs> I feel she, I'm being <laughs>
0: oppressed.
2: Yeah. I'll
0: I'll <laughs> Just often enough to keep the name.
2: I really yeah. wish I could go she's back. And, I wish I could go back in time and like make the Nick Jew fake account just to hold it for you. <laughs> Wow. Right. You know, like, yes. I had a feeling like she'll be back eventually, but I was like, I don't wanna tell nobody what to do. Right, right. But, uh next. It time, was my
0: first Twitter <laughs> slide, so I didn't really know that you come back.
2: Yes. Right. <laughs> yes, yes, you do come back. Nobody no death, as they say in the comic books. Um <laughs> so uh, you know, first of all, um let me tell everybody you can find us at theblackouttips.com. Um you can also go to iTunes and stitch and search the blackout tips. We'll come up. And uh while you're there, you know, click on things, leave us five star reviews. Um, those are all great. It helps us move up in the rankings, and you can say anything you want in a five star review. And um we uh we'll you know, we're always happy, happy to have those, okay? So mm-hmm. help us move up in the rankings. Um the official weapon of the show is The Taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And, and bullet, bullet ball extremes. Boom. I didn't have to say it, man. Um <laughs> And today's podcast is brought to you by tweakedaudio.com. Go to tweakedaudio.com, put in code TBGWT, and you can get a bunch of free stuff. You can get 33% off. You get free shipping and a lifetime guarantee on your headphones. Not to mention, um, they have all kinds of different brands and, and, and different colors and all this stuff. We own a pair. Mm-hmm. Um, mine still awesome. have a um you have some, okay. Yeah, my- they
0: came super quickly and in a nice package, and I've had them for months with zero issues.
1: Yeah, mine step my game up because I don't have any Twisted Audio headphones, so I need to jump on this myself. Yeah, yeah.
2: code TBGWT, and what's great is that um, mine doesn't even um, haven't broken yet, and I'm. Kinda of sad. I kinda of want them to break so I can do <laughs> the, the guarantee, man. But uh they, they keep hanging in there.
3: Yes, and now they have inner ear and over ear. Yep. So for those of you that want uh around the ear thing, you can get that also.
2: Um so yeah, make sure you guys do that. Code TBGWT at tweakedaudio.com. Um, I guess let's get right into it, man. I don't I don't know how to do this, so I'll just start with uh what we uh set out to do, the book we're reviewing. Is Teresa Teresa D Patterson's food stamp bitches?
4: Mm.
2: Um. I will put the picture in the chat for those that uh, you know, that that need to see the cover. Uh, I feel like it's one of the greatest covers of all yeah, time. Pal. It is what got me to watch it because uh, I recognize a couple of those actresses from the adult film industry. Yes. And, uh, I was like, mm, I'm in. <laughs> hmm, I, I wonder boy. what she
1: has to say. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they even had a, uh, they even had a hand that is swiping a food stamp EBT card.
1: Wow. Um, you yeah. know,
0: reading this on Kindle, I really have not taken a moment to look at the cover because the sex in the book surprised me. I'm naive. And when the sex went down, I was like, what is this, Zane? And then I remembered the cover, but I'm just now getting a nice look
2: at it.
1: Yeah, there's a ton of Mm -hmm. sex. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of it. With people you shouldn't be having sex with.
2: Yes. (laughs) Right. And Teresa D. Patterson is quite the prolific author. (laughs) Uh, You know, um, i (laughs) Uh, I, I will just, uh, go to the, let me go to the last page so I can tell y'all some of her other, <laughs> her other, other stuff that she would like for you to read. Um, cause when you get done, it tells you like, Hey, when you know, don't just read these, read my other books too. Uh, and I was like, let me see what other books you have to offer Teresa D Patterson. And, um, they were all, uh, <clears throat> let's see what is the best way to describe them. Um, Ratchet.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, in a word, yes.
2: You know, I don't want to offend her. I'm going to send her this, and hopefully, I get her to um to listen to it. Maybe she can answer some of our questions. I'm sure we'll have. Um, yes. but other other novels were uh Project Queen. Well, first of all, she has 25 novels. Wow. Novels
0: and like novellas mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. some young adult novellas. Yeah. Son.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Her pen gets it popping, son. What, what do you mean? We
3: what? What is a novella?
0: No. I believe it's a short. Short novel. Okay. Sounds like
1: the type of shit Reggie would be reading. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds like his language. I don't know, What is that? A play he was in? Something shit. he would read with his pinky in the ass.
2: Yeah, drinking some tea. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Project Queen. Project Queen 2. <laughs> oh shit, not 2. That's
1: right. The sequel.
2: Big Tobe. Rep- retribution. Ooh. <laughs> e- ex-boyfriend. Fetish. Obviously, food stamp, bitches headlines i need in need of a joshua man that's biblical y'all
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> let the church say amen
2: panzina's passion spin mm-hmm. cycle
1: that's about washing clothes
2: my favorite they call me mr g spot <laughs> i like be, that one that must be from the man's perspective Uncrossing like crossing her legs what about <laughs> your friends when there are no tomorrow's Got a TLC uh, for that one, didn't you? Her novella, her novellas are My Cousin Lenore, Under the Oak Tree, Unseen Wounds, Young adi- Young Adult Titles, Janelle Has an Attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point, her attitude. Funky.
1: Janelle is a
2: bitch. Sequoia Denise, just a kid. Short stories. The boy who needed someone and other stories. Christmas Morning. Daddy never loved me. <laughs> Off his grapevine, the power in words, and she wants, she gets what she wants. She's the author of several novice novellas and short stories. She is a founder of Edit Again Publication that has a degree in business. Um, so she, uh, she, you know, she's a versatile lady and, um, you know, we appreciate, uh, her letting us like, you know, listen to her stuff. Um, she did have a, a website at some point, I'm assuming, that told you about the author, but it don't work no more um so oh yeah but um you can go to amazon they will tell you a lot about her so you know don't take our word for it um food stamp bitches is a book about jewel daphne and serena and jocelyn am i the only one that immediately inserted jocelyn from love hip-hop's voice (laughs) yes (laughs) to jocelyn's all her dialogue i don't know why But they kind of the same. They fuck. They got an attitude. They kind of mean to people. I don't know. Jocelyn was Jocelyn to me from Love and Hip Hop.
0: Well, when was this book written? Maybe that was her inspiration.
2: Um, you know, uh, I don't know what year this was. Let me um go to the Amazon link. I'm sure it'll tell me what the uh, what year she wrote this. Had to be can't be that. Oh, it didn't have that. Or maybe
1: Jocelyn from Love and Hip Hop read this shit first. Oh, and see. was like, yo, this is my inspiration. When you know I get what? on this TV show, I'm being the food stamp bitch.
2: You know you what? Look. That's a good point.
1: Yeah, it's, it's deep, man. It's real deep. I it don't... has
0: to be current. There's some modern references.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, whatever it is is not that old, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, But, you know, true uh, true literature like this, it doesn't age.
1: That's true. No, it does so, right. not. It's timeless.
2: Yeah, you know, so it really doesn't matter what year it came out. Um, so she says, I can't find it on here. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, here it is. August 2nd, 2012. So, well, you know, a couple old. years ago. Um, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, of course, uh, Teresa D. Patterson, um uh, has an author page on here. Let me read a little bit about her. Teresa D. Pattern is a simple, complex individual. Hmm. she has written 20 novels the majority of them are in the urban fiction genre she also writes romance, Christian fiction erotica and juvenile fiction you can connect with her on Facebook Twitter and most other social media sites she is a frequent blogger at Blogspot as well as Wordpress if you happen upon some of her snarky Facebook status updates don't be alarmed she's just being her true authentic self so I'm definitely going to uh, hit her up and be like Teresa you got to uh, come explain some of this and Tell us what was going on.
1: Um, Sounds like an interview for Medium Talk.
2: You know, yes. I got to hit her up. Yeah, so, man. So, um, Jocelyn throws the idea out there that they should start an exotic maid st- service. They all jump on it. The business takes off with the boom. And pretty soon, they're no longer depending on the government for anything. Instead, they all have a new set of problems. Jewel's 15-year-old son, Jamal, is smoking marijuana.
1: Smoking them tweeds.
2: Now, how can she, she tell him to stop using drugs? when she's addicted to pain pills, her damn self. Mm. Daphne's 16-year-old daughter, Cheryl, may be a lesbian. What can she do to help her her daughter when she is in denial about her own sexuality? Serena's 17-year-old son could be on his way to becoming a teenage father. She doesn't know how to connect with the three children she already has. Will having a grandbaby make her change her ways? And Jocelyn's 12-year-old daughter, Brianna, is sexually active, has her promiscuous ways rubbed off on her child? These four ladies learned being food stamp bitches is just a state of mind. What's most valuable and precious are the family and true friendships. Um I like to go around and get like uh everybody's, you know, um favorite moments. Um uh, and we'll just go until I guess we've run out or whatever. But um, Karen, can you give me like what is uh one of your favorite moments from Food Stamp Bitches? There was so <laughs> Many of them, so many,
3: um, so so many. I think uh, one of my first ones was the uh, fight they had in the car at the club. Oh yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very good scene. That yes. was uh, that yes. was a very epic scene. Uh, because in that particular fight, they went in. She went in. Very very g- good descriptions about how uh, somebody's coochie hair was hanging out of their bikini as they began yes, to they fight. And, uh, Yeah, and she looked over, and she was like, well, well, bitch, your ass is just out, and you just
2: know everybody's just going to see it for the day. That was between Jewel and Jocelyn, and Jocelyn was just freshly fucked. (laughs)
1: Freshly (laughs) fucked. Twice? (laughs) Yeah, twice. In the club, and and in somebody's SUV in the parking lot. I think
2: in the span of 20 minutes. Yeah, in the club, and in the SUV, and I mean, she was pretty confident, because she just said, hold on a couple minutes. Right. had sex and then show back up to the car so
1: well she she knows the the power of her vagina so mm-hmm. you know she she knew that she would be able to make both of those strange men come pretty quickly
3: mm-hmm. yeah she was she was a sex ninja and, and out of everybody she had her issues too but she was the most confident yeah i fuck yeah i'm a hoe and mm-hmm.
1: and bitches <laughs> that's right
0: Like um some questions just about some logistical things okay you know? Um, I don't recall a moment of her going to the bathroom Um, in between the first and the second, so I just, I just you know, maybe mm-hmm. she has a little kit in her purse, I just I was I was caught up in the moment mm-hmm. you know
3: what, when you are a professional like her, she probably always carry wipes mm-hmm. always carry condoms she probably mm-hmm. has like the little miniature lube she's prepared, you oh, don't yeah. never know when it's gonna she, pop up.
1: she uses Adam and Eve code TBGWT to get all <laughs> her sex toy needs. Yeah,
2: she probably got, uh, baby wipes. You know, she come prepared. Like <laughs> of she, course. She's, she's a, she's a whole fessional as, as they put it. Exactly. <laughs> Nick Ju, what about you? Give me one of your favorite moments from the, uh, food store.
0: Uh. The fight was cold. The fight was cold. Um, I definitely wanted to bust out some sunflower seeds and um, get to videotaping. <laughs> um, the whole general tone of the book was just so real. It was definitely like watching a reality show on paper. And right. I felt like, you know, fancy because I was reading books and stuff. But it was still about something I could get into. Right. Um, uh, I think the Newvering, uh Ooh. scene is kind of up there That caught me memories. off guard.
3: <laughs> yes, that came out of nowhere.
2: Yes, like
3: literally, I was reading. I was like, "Oh, oh, uh oh. and,
0: and, and what happened? And 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 what? Wait a
2: minute. Huh? I had to take a take a sip of wine of that. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that cheers! Over here, and the best part is, I had a. Friend, tell me a similar a similar story about a new ring, so oh. that's based off of reality oh. that happening
2: that's chapter five oh, yeah. uh when she was fucking with Jeff that no good married oh, man
0: Jeff, first of all, Jeff, what you would need to do is control your bitches that's what you yes. need to learn
2: <laughs> <people>. control, <laughs> your exactly. bitches, as, uh, control your bitches as uh mama mama d would say. I don't know what she gets all that base. Control your bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, he had no control. Cause first of all, his wo- his woman, his wife, and her friends tried to confront um, I think it was Serena in the club or whatever. In
0: the club. Yes. Yeah. In the club.
2: And then by the way, I love that she just threw in out of nowhere that they also tried to confront her in the store At and the she beat up. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> it was and it was a it was an aside. It's not a chapter. It's like it's just yeah. like I can't believe she came to the store. I had to hit her with a can of cream corn. I was like, God <laughs>
1: damn. Nigga, they was throwing fucking cream corn cans yeah, and she she got beat, to this. She beat her with a sack of potatoes or some shit. Yes. Like a
2: sack of potatoes. Yes. And she was like, I won't I don't know if I can go back to that store. Oh, just put on a do rag and some shades. <laughs> they told her, her don't
1: come back. Her home girl was like, "Fuck them, girl. Just put on a, a, a disguise, some a, a, some some sunglasses in a in a hoodie or something like
2: that. <laughs> Walk your ass out. Don't back in there. They don't care. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I um yeah. The thing is, like this sex sounded so terrible. She didn't get satisfied. Um He like took a phone call, like mm. ran out in the middle of all this shit. Put on his clothes. Uh, and then
0: his ass had the nerve when she finally was ready to quit that nigga, gonna finally be like oh, I'll, I wanna taste you after refusing to go down yeah. on her for the entirety, the entirety of their affair.
2: Yes, right. Jeff was just an ain't shit nigga. He said that was too <laughs> intimate and, and personal. <laughs> Get, right. the oral sex was too personal, but walking around with the new ring on your dick going back home, not personal right. at all. No, it's not. But
1: look, but fucking her raw though. I don't want any kids. Right. And if you have a baby, I'm the fuck out of here, but I still want to hit that pussy raw. Mm-hmm. No, I
0: mean, she did have a new
2: ring. Yeah, I like how when, <laughs> right, right. He probably, you know, you can, I'm sure new ring stop herpes. Um, she, <laughs> I love how, um, when he found it, he was disgusted. Right.
4: Yeah. Right. Like, the
2: fuck is how this? gonna be disgusted, The fuck is though? this? You, you promised me raw sex and now there's a new ring in there? <laughs> now with some shit on my dick. Yeah. This is amazing. Um, but And yeah. he was all confused. Like, how does this shit work? She was like, um. Yeah, he didn't even know how it worked. And then when she told him, he was like, I want to watch you put it back in.
1: Right. because <laughs> All of a sudden, he didn't trust.
2: Her. I don't trust you. You might try to trick me. I try to you poke mean, a hole in it. Yeah.
1: That I'm fucking outside of my marriage. I don't trust you anymore.
2: <laughs> right. Uh, Leonard, why don't you give me one of your uh, favorite things, man?
1: Man, you know, one of my favorite things is just the beginning of the damn book. I have no right. I know I have no rights to that woman's husband, but the bitch pissed me off. But, you know, what I mean, like just that those first few words, I was like, you know, this is captivating. Um, and actually, I read the first 10 pages a few weeks ago and then got sidetracked. So when I picked it back up, it was just the freshness of the ratchetness, man. Like Nicole said, it was, you know, the fact that it was it was like a reality show on paper. So I felt intelligent while being dumb.
2: OK, yeah. Um, the beginning of the book is off the hook. 'Cause it like you don't get a chance to catch your breath. It immediately no. starts with like a nope. fight, <laughs> then uh fucking and then another fight outside the club, yeah. more fucking outside the club, like everything is just fight sex, fight, fight, sex.
1: Right. And Damn. one of the one of the best lines was when Serena, who we meet first, and who is the one who's having sex with Jeff, the married man, when she said that his wife was a BMW, which stands for Body Made Wrong. Body
4: made wrong. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um I you know what's funny too? Like they formed this group this this exotic maid service, like, I don't know, uh, halfway through the book. And it's called Night Teaser's Exotic Maid Service. <laughs> which
1: um, which they used every time in reference to the fucking business.
2: Yeah. Which is weird <laughs> though, because you would think like, um, the title of the book should be Night Teaser's Exotic Main Service, but it's Foodstaff Bitches, which right. you know, it's kinda of funny, you know, that uh she didn't go with that name. But um yeah, my fa one of my favorite moments <laughs> is um actually when um who uh which one is the uh more uh the one who didn't know if she was straight or not. Um Daphne. yeah, Daphne. Yeah. When Daphne Finally breaks tries to break it down uh and give it give some to Tiki. <laughs> right. The, 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 that that turned into a mess. Yeah, Tiki son. is a Tiki is a lesbian. Daphne doesn't know about her sexuality throughout most of the book. She's kinda wondering if maybe she's uh bisexual or gay because she hasn't enjoyed sex with a man, even though she has a daughter, she didn't really enjoy sex with her husband. Um then she uh Goes to a bachelor party, meets a dude who does some freaky sex to her, um, and she enjoys that, but they don't actually have sex sex. So she's like, maybe that's what being a lesbian is like. So I'm going to go talk, try to give a, this lesbian who got, I got my phone number and we went to the club, and I've been talking too often. I'm going to give her um, a chance to hit this. Uh, Daphne is a bigger, thicker type of chick, um, so you know, she's had some issues with her self-confidence and all this other stuff that comes out in the book. Um, And um after she gives Tiki some, when some of the most awkward sex I've ever read on page.
1: Oh, man. Ever. Oh, my I'm God. I am so uncomfortable reading this, man. Oh,
2: my God. It sounds so bad. And to me, it felt like every dude that ever thought he was knocking it out the park. And yeah. the girl's just sitting there, like, reading her, uh, her iPhone. Right. Looking, like, yeah. staring at the ceiling. Yeah. Let me check my tweets. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather be anywhere else but here. Yeah. And, uh, so Tiki had, you know, promised to knock it out the park. Couldn't do anything with it. And, uh, Daphne decides to tell Tiki right then and there. Hey, by the way, um, she calls her Kiki at one point. Um, she, think,
1: yes. Yes, of that's, <laughs> a that's, yeah. A yeah, thing. yeah. That's There's a lot thing. of that. Yeah. Yes, sir
2: little bit of type of um, but uh <laughs> she tells Tiki like, no, we can't do that, I don't feel anything special, i don't uh don't like don't like the sex, and Tiki decides to rape her, yeah, yeah
3: she was Tiki like, was I'm gonna take bait. this pussy, mhm,
2: a lesbian yeah. rape where she was trying to yeah. shove fingers in her, and Daphne apparently is like the badass of the group anyway, so she beats the, the security shit out of the guard for
1: the the uh, cleaning company,
2: yeah, so she beat the shit out of Tiki. Um, and left anyway after beating Tiki up. Um, but, uh, it was, a pretty, it was a pretty intense scene because you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, and Tiki yep. like started stalking her, came to her house, harassed her, brought her flowers. And when she finally like, uh, pulled out her blackjack, set ready to club her with it, she said, you ain't all that anyway, ho. And I guess that was the end. No,
1: <laughs> <Dog, laughs> Tiki was so thirsty, man. Like, She met her at the beginning of the book, and then you don't hear that much about Tiki for a long time.
4: Mm -hmm. So I forgot about him.
1: The guy that Rob mentioned, which I want to talk about him in a little while. Okay. But the guy that she ended up seeing, she was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go try Tiki and see what's up with this. Like he was saying, everything that he said is real. So she gets over there, and Tiki is thirsty as shit. Mm -hmm. She's like, yo... Come over here and sit over here with me on the couch and blah blah, blah and and Daphne wore a dress, a, a short skirt or whatever. Right. So to it in, was, and
2: in my mind, Tiki was a cross between Toya and Chill. So I was like combining yeah, them yeah. Yeah. in my mind. Like exactly. was, me too.
3: I thought I was the only one. Okay. Yeah, I was but like, yeah. what?
2: What if Toya's body had Chill's attitude? Right. And they thought that uh Daphne was Mario Chalmers, like was like the
1: Voltron the, the, tron, the, the of of mm-hmm. lesbianism, yeah you know was what very I mean? like they, like they a, come together and make a superhero,
2: yeah, um now, assuming they have more game than that, and they would never force themselves right. on a lady, oh obviously. no, they would never do that exactly, but They're I didn't know, but women. you gotta remember, ladies, I didn't know that was coming <laughs> right. me either, no. like, I just was like, <laughs> okay, let me insert some familiar faces so I can like right. you right. know mem- memorize this character, and then. You know, halfway through the chapter, I'm like, no, Toya, put her down. What are you doing? (laughs) She said,
1: said, no, God damn it. You're rough. Dog, she, Daphne was like, yo, you know what? Thank you, but no thanks. Like, Mm. this was cool, but I didn't really feel anything. I'm going to leave this alone. I'm actually glad that my first experience with a woman was with you, but I'm going to go ahead and exit stage left. Right. She was so classy. She fucking snapped me like something Mm -hmm. went off in her brain. This motherfucker got possessive. Like, another personality came out. She was like, nah, bitch, you not leaving, yo. Mm -hmm. I'll fight anybody that tries to take this shit away from me. Like, just craziest cat shit activity started happening. Mm -hmm. She ran up on her, took her clothes back off. I hope she licked her fingers first, Yeah, but <laughs> a couple fingers up in her. She even said, of, and she, she said, she raped her with her fingers. Y'all she she said,
2: I see I'm going to have to be rough with your ass. With you. yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to have to beat your ass on the regular to keep you in line.
1: Darren Sharper would read this book and applaud Tiki's mm-hmm. performance. Yep.
2: <laughs> Big Ben read this chapter and said, what was the problem?
1: Big Ben said, What's wrong with this? This is normal sex, y'all. Yeah, it's it's
2: sad that they couldn't work it out. And Republicans passed the law and said it was okay. Right. Right.
1: You know, talking Um, about, look at her getting all this privilege right now.
2: Right. Let me uh, go back around. I'll ask everybody again. Karen, you have any other favorite uh, scene or thing that happened?
3: Yes, the whole thing at the bachelor party.
2: Like, with, with Myron? Yes.
3: Yeah, like that shit came out of nowhere. She's like, I'm the security. And she was like, uh, well, he, he said he wouldn't have sex. She was looking like a nigga. No, I, I'm, I didn't come here to have sex with you. Like, like I mean, with that dude. And she was like, it's no sex. And so they end up going in the room. He ended up eating it out and just doing all kinds of stuff to her. And I was like. Yeah, he titty fucked her. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> See, look, this, this is what I wanted to it say was, about this. Yeah. A couple things, right? All right. So the dude Myron is getting married.
4: And his
1: boys are like, yo, get a lap dance from the other girl. I forget who went went with Daphne, but one of the other girls. Serena
2: went with her. It was
1: Serena, right? Serena was was supposed uh... to be doing the sexy cleaning job and Daphne is the security guard. right? So apparently Daphne is a a thick chick, you know what I mean? And that's what this cat likes. So he was like, nah, forget you. I'm trying to holler at Shorty. So he's like, yo, I want to pay y'all $500 to let me eat her pussy and titty-fuck her. Mm -hmm. And so Daphne's like, nah, 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 I don't know about all that. I'm the security person and everything. And she's also confused with her sexuality like we've been talking about, right? And Serena was
2: actually willing to fuck him.
1: She was willing to fuck. Like, she was ready to set it out, but he was Mm -hmm. like, I don't want you. But this this is one of the moments that really caught me, man. So everybody's like, yo, um, Myron, get a lap dance from her. He's like, no. But peep this. He said, no. Natasha would flip and cancel the wedding if she found out that I got a lap dance. Right. But what I want to do instead is eat this bitch out and titty fuck her. <laughs> Nigga, wouldn't she divorce you? Right. Before she married you, she found out about that. Yeah. He that one out of three we read about the other day. Yeah. Right. But right. that. But yeah,
2: I agree. It's worse. Right. Like it's I like he was thing. like, I can't get a lap dance. That's crazy. Right. <laughs> but all sex. Can pull my dick out. Yeah. All sex and titty fucking. What's <laughs> wrong with that? Get nothing <laughs> like that's just two human beings doing what they do. By the way, my favorite part about this because we got to get it's due This chapter is excellently excellently written.
0: Yes, <laughs> because it, it starts off.
2: Say that again, Nicole.
0: It was suspenseful. I was mm-hmm. having like Players Club flashbacks.
2: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. My favorite thing is that it kind of starts off with Serena's perspective in chapter thirteen, mm-hmm. and that's when the proposition is made. And Daphne's kind of you know she's obviously in the third person in that chapter. then, when it's accepted, it switches from Serena to Daphne's point of view for yes. the sexual encounter and i you know i this was the only the only sexual encounter in the in the entire thing that was kind of erotic to me, like I was like, mm, it's getting a little warm in here
1: uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> like this. suddenly i feel blood rushing to my nether region. right y'all some y'all
2: some freaks uh, (laughs) like oh you know what i mean because uh this is the only one that wasn't like and then he pulled out his erect dick and did you know this was the one it was like he massaged her with baby oil
3: right it was very detailed
2: yeah he was talking to her and uh being so nice and shit
1: and eye contact and shit yeah Yeah.
2: in the meantime though in just in my mind Titty fucking is like one of the least intimate ways to fuck
1: someone. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> but she made it she did such a good job making it sound like, you know what? That wasn't even that bad. No, it wasn't that
1: bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you that know, was her he first time getting me. eaten out, too. Yeah. She's like
0: he finished on me, but I didn't even feel bad about it. Yeah,
2: she's like he threw me a towel. I was like, "Come on." <laughs> Appreciate if it. If that's
0: true, I I clutch my pearls. I started to blush a little bit mm. when I was reading this. Scene. I'm like, "Oh, they oh, they, oh."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't believe it, man. And he really was like, I won't penetrate you, you don't have to worry about that and
1: yeah, it was a gentleman. Do you yeah. don't want me to do.
2: He did all he
0: that. He doubled stuff. the price. He
1: doubled the yeah, price. He went from five hundred to a G
2: yeah and then also I think the other reason that it was erotic to me is because they was like and she was thick and I was like mmm she was <laughs> <laughs> say that again Scott in
0: your mind <laughs>
2: I did that uh I did that Chris Lambert gif and zip my <laughs> my shirt down peeking in the corner but I like, ain't go on <laughs> yes was
1: like she said, she, he described I was like, mm-hmm, she looking like Maserati Triple X.
2: Right. <laughs> so I went back to that cover, I'm like, mm, so, uh, is that one was going on, Stacey Adams was in the house. Um, oh, say <laughs> it slow,
0: say it slow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Karen, can, uh, so, uh, did you, that was your moment, right, Karen? Yes. Okay. Um, and then, uh, Nick Ju, did you have any other moment that you want to talk about?
0: Yeah, the white, the white
2: man. George Clooney. Yes. George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: What's her name?
3: Serena? Was that
2: Serena again? That was again? Jocelyn.
0: Joc- Jocelyn. Jocelyn. She, um, tried something new. <laughs> I
1: thought that was, I thought that was Serena that did that. It, you get confused by these characters. Yeah, Jocelyn so got,
2: Jocelyn was the one that ended up with the car. Um, um, okay. yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that was Jocelyn that fucked him. I'll go back and it check it real been. quick. But, um yeah that was her story arc. I believe that uh because her thing was that she was a nympho she was gonna fuck everybody, and you knew when she went on her first detail. They had these rules by the way right the- rule yeah. the rules chapter of the book, you might as well throw that out' <laughs> yeah. they, they viol-
1: these motherfuckers follow the rules
2: they violated every rule, the first job, <laughs> it was like yeah, um, we just look girls, we are just here to clean the houses. it's okay to be sexy. They won't look at you. That's fine. But what we're not going to do is sexual favors. They showed up. Johnson was like, "Uh, he needs me to clean the bedroom. I'll be right back. (laughs) 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 I am going to fuck this nigga.
0: And then their name, have y'all seen Baps? Yes. Yes the name of their thing, it reminded me of the, um, page of cab, luxury cab service.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Night teasers erotic main service. You're talking about <laughs>
0: Yes. yes.
4: <Night>
0: <laughs> I thought of that every time I saw the title, which was a lot. Um, but yeah, they, so she was like, he, um, pulled it out and he was bigger than i thought she had to, she threw that in there for us and he mm. like bent her over and was they he, he, he the white man turned her out
1: fake ass george clooney yeah. was in there knocking it out the park dog <laughs> well i mean nicole i mean he took her to olive garden you know what i mean so he took
0: yeah. her to olive garden I'll no actually wait,
1: wait wait i'm wrong about it, that he yeah. got takeout from olive garden right and but she he was excited about done. that, but he said, I, "I will bring you to the motherfucker."
2: Though. Right, and, it, and in Orlando or some shit too. He was yeah, like, "We can actually yeah. travel <laughs> to shit. First of all, yeah, old Florida to this whole book. Um, uh, by the look way, look there's a there's there's a part in this chapter where she says, "And I got another tip in addition to this: the tip of his dick all up in these ribs." <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! And she says, "Oh lord," she I guess she meant huge, but she <laughs> said he is hug. <laughs> yes, yes, girl you know. girl i never knew i'd enjoy white meat but i did i say laughing mm-hmm. daphne looks appalled don't oh. judge me i say still chuckling oh what were you gonna say Nick? you
0: <laughs> i don't even know <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man I, yeah. they gonna have I, a lot of oh. sex and they kind of you know what's funny is oh. everybody in this uh i feel like one of the under line of things in this book is that it's kind of pro monogamy and that even though they're having a lot of sex like all these women are kind of looking for that one person to settle down into something comfortable with yeah. and Jocelyn stars out the book as the most as like the person who seems to be the least wanting to settle down and by the end she's like the most settled down really right yeah. so that was kind of weird she got tamed by that white man he was like mm.
0: Uh, turned a hoe into a housewife
2: for real and then the real and really she kind of was still a hoe
0: because he was was like
2: (laughs) i will (laughs) never (laughs) ever 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 marry you did they
0: bring it up like a pretty woman or whatever she was like i'm not gonna kiss him because that's too intimate i'm on my pretty woman i'm like yeah it's your professional bitch
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) then by the end she's like he bought me a car i was like oh here we go Yeah. Um, so uh, let's see Leonard, uh, any uh, other thing you want to bring up?
1: Yeah man, Um, when that woman walked in on her daughter sucking dick yes, that was Jocelyn too yeah, when Jocelyn walked in on her 12 year old daughter sucking dick and then she was you know, of course she was upset about that as anybody who catches their child sucking dick would be, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know the boy ran out of there and she caused the scene and everything like that and then you know, she had a, a very important moment with herself later on, when she had to realize that her bedroom was a turnstile of penis as well, mm. uh, that she'd been fucking and sucking a lot of people and bringing them into the house. And so she realized she couldn't really be that mad. And then there was a moment later on where they talked about it and she was like, you know, my, I only saw you fuck one person and that was daddy. So, mm. you, know, you know, I didn't I was, even pay attention was, to all those other ones. I Cuban beat those other dicks.
2: Yeah, that, that was insane, man. I, <laughs> That, like that, that entire affair was just like, um, so why are we having this such a, like, very serious moment in the middle of all this ratchetness?
1: <laughs> right. Cause
2: like, she really was like, I, I he ran out of there. And then I was about to, to say something to her, but I went and sat down. I wanted to have a drink. I called my friend. We had a serious talk. And I love how mature they handled that situation. Like, it was what, like, I expected the characters to still be more, um, ridiculous and ignorant about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they actually handled it like you know, like no, don't scare her. You know, maybe it's kind of on me. You know, we don't want to, um, you know, turn her, in, make her feel bad about herself. And they actually had a good conversation about it, and I was kind of uh, happy and proud of uh, Jocelyn for that.
1: Yeah, they discussed it on the way to the zoo. Yes, um, to go see wild of animals.
0: A uh, clarity, like Jewel, she was very aware, self aware for a drug addict.
2: Yeah, well, they all, they all have these such funny moments of clarity <laughs> where like it's in the character's head and then it's like, it's almost like in a play where they dim all the lights and then the spotlights just on that one person and they monologue to the audience their inner thoughts. Like it felt like that where it's like they turn towards, you know, turn towards the audience and then it's all of a sudden it's like, I should have known. That these chickens would come home to roost.
1: <laughs> Yo, and that's another thing. That's another thing. The use of cliches. There was so many of those motherfuckers yeah. in the book, man. Chickens coming home to roost. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Everybody listening right now, think of a random ass cliche. Everybody listening, think of a random cliche. Yeah, that shit was in the book.
2: I, I like the I like the offbeat ones. Like when she said that um that uh that dude uh Marlon or whatever whatever his name was. Uh, when she said that he was iron Daphne like a fish and shrimp platter or something.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and my favorite phrase when they was like, they would
2: it was, it's hotter in here than fish grease.
1: Yeah. Hotter than fish grease. Yeah. That was in there. Um, yep.
2: my, uh, next moment that was my favorite. Um, and, uh, it, Nicole kind of brought it up, but Jewel going to the crack house. Oh
1: to yes. get yeah, the bottom pills. pills. Yeah, the bottom pills. That
2: house sounded disgusting. Yeah, it
1: was. She it said did. it was it roaches. Was roaches oh, all over the place. She said it is. was
2: a wall of roaches. Like, <laughs> oh, it was a so many roaches on the wall. It looked like a painting. Oh, <laughs> dog. dog! What? Who's buying drugs there? <laughs> right. Made my skin crawl. I was like, nigga, what? That sounded so <laughs> fucking sketchy, man.
0: But yeah. I'm gonna give this to Teresa. She was very descriptive. Like you know, we all had to read Great Expectations or whatever, and Charles Dickens spent like 400 pages describing <laughs> Mrs. Havisham's room, so mm-hmm. you really got a feel for how dusty it was. I felt the same way in the
2: crack house. Yes. Oh, I felt like I was in that crack house. Me mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I that, had to dust myself I'll be showing done crawling on me. That chapter right. could Shake not have. Close out. That, right. tra- that chapter could not have ended faster. <laughs> right. yeah. I was like, let's hurry up, right, y'all. Let's just hurry up, ladies. Let's get the fuck out of here.
1: Um, I was getting nervous. Get the shit go, on. yeah. yeah they,
2: they almost didn't go in because a dog was loose and drug dealers were on the corner.
1: Right. <laughs> yes. Well, l- luckily, one of the drug dealers whistled in the dog, which I think was a pit bull, mm-hmm. of course. The pit bull ran to the guy that whistled at it, and that cleared the 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 path for the ladies yeah. to go and in. And you
3: know, I was really getting nervous for them. I was like, "Y'all better get it." The cops gonna come. Y'all. <laughs> I, started getting, <laughs> I started getting nervous
2: like I was with them. Yeah. And uh, it, and you know, foreshadowing, Jewel ends up uh smoking the damn TV. She, she, <laughs> yes, she is. <did>. She, <laughs> she pop she popped pills through all the money that they had with earned. All
1: the money.
3: Every dime. All
0: the TV.
2: All the TVs. All of HD, the, uh, the, the bulb joints, the <laughs> yeah. black and white 13 inch. Yeah, she <laughs> smoked. All the TVs. <laughs> In She's, Best Buy, she smoked them all. She smoked this TV with the pliers on it and the little joint on top of that that your grandmama had. I remember <laughs> those, those
1: handheld TVs that we used to have and shit. Yes. Your, she smoked that shit, too.
2: Yeah, the black and white one,
3: she ain't yeah. care. She smoked it all.
2: Karen, uh, any other favorite uh, moments?
3: Yes, and, and then this this scene was just just as disgusting the house, I don't know which one of them, but one of them had this client that kept calling her. Every time she went in there, he jacked off the whole time she was there. Oh, my yeah. God. I was like, and she described me. He sounded so fucking disgusting. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, oh, my God.
2: no! Yeah. Yeah. She made him sound ugly, hideous, fat, and then uh, he would just sit there, pull his dick out, jerk off. Daphne's watching the door anyway. Yeah. He didn't even care. He just like, I'm a jerk off while you clean my fucking house.
0: And then he would like give her the money after he nutted.
2: Yeah, and she was like she wanted to spread. I like when she was headed over there. She asked Daphne if she had any um, sanitizer. Yeah. (laughs) So she could clean the money. She needed to clean the fucking money off. Oh, man.
1: Talk about dirty money, nigga.
2: (laughs) That's sticky money. Yeah, um uh so uh nick ju you got uh any other favorite moments
0: um i think i have to say that the evolution of daphne in her arc in the story was one of my favorite moments because she went from being in a loveless nearly sexless marriage to having her very first orgasm to finding truly what was the deal with her sexuality to standing up for herself in such a manner that she was able to give a powerful ultimatum to this man. She wasn't going to be his side chick. He needed to make a decision. So mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Daphne's arc.
2: And Also, you know what a great detail she dropped in there when they were on that last date when she gave an the ultimatum? They hadn't had sex or anything since that, that bachelor party.
0: They had just been talking yeah. on the phone.
2: But
1: yeah, the I illest, was... the illest part about that was after she gave him the ultimatum and, you know, of course he begged and pleaded to keep the, the, the fling that they had going on. Remember I told y'all he said that Natasha would flip out if yeah. she found out he got a lap dance. Mm-hmm. Well, in this scene, he told us that he didn't love Brenda as much as he really <laughs> was supposed to. <laughs> Nigga, when I saw that the woman's day was changed. <laughs> I saw a whole different the woman. No fuck is going on. That was
2: the same woman. She he lied when they were at the club, so that they could never track her down. Obviously, duh. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to say Teresa D. Patterson forgot? Come on, man. Come on, dog.
1: I, I mean, listen, man i'm not acting like i read a chapter where one person's name was spelled three different ways you know what i'm saying yeah, okay yeah mm-hmm. or or one person's daughter's name was spelled two different ways <laughs> brianna spelled b r e a n n a and also b r i a n n a yeah and her daddy's name brendan b r e n d a n also known as brandon also known as brendan b r e n d o n
2: see that's why you here yeah. That's why you care. Cause you be you be reading. I caught that shit and I was like, She tried. You know?
1: Like,
2: uh, like God, the time, God bless, bless, bless your heart. Crazy girl. Thing,
1: the crazy thing is that one of the chapters, I, and I I forgive me forgetting whose daughter this is, but whoever his daughter Brianna is. Jocelyn's. Jocelyn. Okay, Jocelyn. Everything's I can't believe I
2: cannot believe, by the way, that I'm recalling all this shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dog. It was good, man. Dog. It was good look, to me look, look. The the chapter started off with her calling Brianna's name. So you saw her name like two, three times. Mm -hmm. Then later on, you spell it spelled a different way, man. When I read that shit, it was like I heard a fucking record scratch, man. I was like, wait a second. Is this the same little girl? Spell check must not catch it. Well, it was spelled correctly. Spell check doesn't, doesn't get that part. If you spell the word right, it's fine. It just doesn't catch your, your proofreading shit, man.
2: Uh, Leonard, what's one of your favorite things, man?
1: Uh, when, um, it was probably fucking Jocelyn, but when somebody went over to clean the guy's house and he had all the lights out and everything like that, Uh, that was, that
2: was Serena. And that was, that was, you son of a bitch. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. That was my man, Joe Bob.
1: Dog. Yeah. Joe Bob. Yeah. Joe Bob. Listen, everybody. Joe Bob called her over there and he he was, she was like, I think already put off by him. Didn't want to go over there. But she went over there by herself. She tried to call Daphne. She was like, Daphne, girl, I need you to come with me. She was like, I need 30 minutes, bitch. But Serena was like, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead anyway. So she went over there alone, like, which was a violation of one of the rules.
3: Right. And
1: she went over there, and this nigga had, like, a fucking pentagram on the floor and just <laughs> satanic music playing and all this kind of shit. Hey, we dog. He had to was, string her up. There was yeah. so
2: much foreshadowing in this joint. The <laughs> yeah, first... Uh, The first sentence in the chapter said, it's against company's policy to go and clean a client's house alone. I said, Uh this nigga about to get
1: fucked up. (laughs) Right, yo. And he hit in the back of the head with something, man, like a fucking statue or something like that Mm -hmm. and knocked it down and he got on top of her. He's trying to choke her and eventually she was able to flip the script on him and hit him with some shit and she got out of there.
2: And that's what led to them quitting the business. Yeah. but it's like y'all had to quit the business because you broke the rules right like the rules was fine y'all all broke rules immediately immediately um my by the way my favorite part of this chapter she says um as soon as i see the client i get a bad vibe he's dressed in all black like he's a vampire or some shit his <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his, his dark unblinking eyes gave me the creeps i pictured uh tyler the creator in um Whoa. And that, that one video where he, ah! the, where he ate the roach. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. He creased me out more than my fat slob of a customer who loves to masturbate in front of me.
1: That's the guy Rob was talking about.
2: Mr. Joe Bob. Mr. Joe Bob. I kid you not. That's the name he put down on the form. She still went. If you show me where you keep your cleaner supplies, I'll be glad to get started. I removed the trench coat I worn over red short shorts and a half white shirt uh, and a white half shirt with a pair of red lips on the front. Down underneath the kitchen sink he said <laughs> he said in a guttural tone that sends chills down my spines is this motherfucker satan sure sounds like his ass <laughs> that that part i was like she got to get fucked up please don't let her get raped please don't let her get raped yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. like this whole mo- by the way it, it like uh nick said earlier the whole book kind of feels like players club Yes. Where the whole, every chapter I'm like, just don't let it be a rape. Just please, no rapes, no crossing my fingers, no rape please, there's no need to, oh god, thank god they got out of that one. And like,
0: then there was a lesbian rape.
2: And then there had to be a lesbian rape. <laughs> yes. And then it happened to Daphne who treated it so cool and calm that it felt less rapey. Cause yes. she was all yes. like, I was laughing at the fact that a woman was trying to rape me. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that a person would react that way no yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. be laughing
1: she was more surprised than, than anything yeah. else she was and like she tried, uh,
0: to, s- she tried to scissor her into submission like I'm gonna scissor you silly hoe
2: and my favorite thing <laughs> is goodbye <laughs>
1: good day saints <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love, my favorite thing is um after they have these crazy incidents there's always like three paragraphs of them having these uh moments these epiphanies mm-hmm. so like nice. so like serena has this moment where she's like almost killed because that dude was like more than a rape. he was going to kill her he was going to kill oh, her yeah. like that was the plan joe bob was a the killer they never called the police by the way <clears throat> but joe bob was a killer and uh she gets home she like goes and talks to jocelyn i believe uh or, or no daphne and daphne like you know talks to her nobody suggests calling the police um, and then she has this moment. Where she's like, uh, Talking about her uh, her dead husband. She said, I failed him. I failed my children. I've been so overwhelmed with my grief, I began to push my, the kids to the side. I let their bad behavior go unchecked. Her kids was bad. I convinced mm-hmm. myself I just didn't have the strength to deal with it. If they've turned into monsters, it's my fault. Children, he guidance us in discipline. I didn't give them either. Even my 10-year-old can come and go as she pleases. They all talk back to me. Sheila skips school whenever she feels like it. Sharad barely goes, and when he does, it doesn't make uh, much of a different because he's failing. I'll be surprised if he even gets a diploma at this rate, at the rate he's going, there's no way he'll graduate this class with his class. Mm. I realize now I've been trying to cover up unresolved grief by escaping through sex with married men. Mm. I have to find a way to finally accept Cecil's death. I knew how to exist before when he was here, but I'm confused now. I think I actually forgotten how to just be. Mm. I was like, Yo. damn, like such a deep moment of revelation. Right. From a person who went to Joe Bob's house right. with no lights
1: <laughs>
2: and walked in and took off her coat like what do I clean? Oops, I'm I'm about to get killed.
1: Yo, but one thing about what, what uh Rod just read, the part about, you know, coping with her husband's death by sleeping with married men, mm-hmm. there was a part probably in the same chapter where she explained that, like how hurt she was about the fact that her husband died. And she was she said something like um, my husband was taken away from me. So that gave me to like, basically like my husband was taken away from me. So I'm fucking everybody else's husband. Oh, like, yeah. cause the whole time you kept hearing about her fucking with somebody else's man and everything. So I was like, well, either she just ain't shit or maybe somebody, you know, maybe a guy that she was with before cheated on her or whatever. And so she was like, well, fuck it. Somebody, my man cheated on me. I'm gonna do it. But nah, she was like, my husband died. So all y'all other bitches, your husband is fair game. Mm-hmm. So that was crazy. Um Sherrod
2: has to go and take his hot pants girlfriend to get a <laughs> uh, get a pregnancy S T D DNA test.
1: Are you talking about are you referring are you referring to Bri Breacia? Briasia?
2: Breasia. Breasia
1: B R E A I S H A?
2: He said, I'm not Briasia's baby daddy. <laughs> she sleeps around. I heard that Eric is the father, or it could be Toby. I, man, I wanted them to go on totally. Maury so bad. Yeah, <laughs> That'd have uh, been greatness. Oh, I was like, if you write Maury into this shit, Teresa. Nigga, wait a
1: second. It was a part in there where she was, where, where he first mentioned it, where she said that. She mm-hmm. was like, I just was sitting here hoping that I would be able to have my Maury moment and be like, Shirai, you are not the father. And she said something about Maury, yo. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, they uh take Reisha down to the clinic and apparently Brescia is That was so ghetto. Uh, quite the uh, the Fast hood ass rat. Ass yeah, well, yeah she's, a, she's a hood rat. Um, Stripper. Yeah, not only is she getting around but she's wearing six inch heels when she's pres- uh, pregnant. Uh, she looks like Nicki Minaj it sounds like. Her hair is different colors like a black Barbie doll.
1: Um, she lived in the projects but she was embarrassed by Serena's car because it was fucked up.
2: Yeah, and why do they have to make Sherrod so stupid? <laughs> he is the dumbest kid ever, man. Yeah, dog. Oh my God! Like they make kids as dumb as you. Good grief! He was the worst, man. Yeah, they they do. They they do. I guess. Um. <laughs> yeah. So it it was. I so. it yeah, they go to the DNA Diagnostic Center. So they could do the testing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but don't forget, Briasia came out with shade. She said, If yeah. I had known your mom's driver hoopty, right. I would have just met y'all up there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. And then when she when she was like, Sharad told you not to mess with these little fat this fast girl. Um, just cause something looks good to you doesn't mean it is good for you. Sleeping Whoops. with so many men without using protection. He said, She alright, she just freaky, Ma
0: right
3: right. <laughs> right like it ain't totally a big oblivious.
2: thing damn serena be a parent good grief <laughs>
0: like what is sherrod doing
2: uh yeah he's out here fucking these barbie dolls and shit mm, his dick gonna fall off karen uh any other um
3: uh, moments for you yeah i forgot the one that had like the oldest son that was in the
2: uh gang oh, oh, oh my yeah.
1: God. Yeah. That, yeah i think that's that was jewel cool, right yeah, yeah jewel like
2: has this. a son who smokes weed and is in a gang.
3: Yeah, like that, that whole relationship was just flat crazy. He basically did whatever he want, came in and out as he pleased. And this was the one that was on the drugs, right? Yeah, yeah. he found her,
2: passed out a couple times.
3: Right. Yeah, he basically...
0: He sold drugs because his drug money ended up saving the day.
3: Right? Right. Yes
2: it did. And they took it. Like they took it. <laughs> oh my god. Like I was expecting this more like no, we can't take drug money. Mm, they was like We don't know where whack. this money came from. We need to give it to a charity or something. They was like, "Oh, um, and now we got drug money. We good. yeah <laughs>
3: And he, he got on the bus and said, it was like, I got to go. I got to leave town. And then a, a like police reporter, she seen something on TV talking about a drug dealer died. She was like, I wonder if my son has something to do with that. He did, bitch, he did. He probably
2: killed him. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go live with my daddy in Chicago. I'll I got to leave to town, mama. I, I love be, you. I forget what city he said he was going to, but it was I'm like. In Alabama. Yeah, it was like one of those cities where I was like, uh, he probably died down there too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, cause <laughs> it don't matter. Yeah, he yeah. need to, he need to go to the military, or some yeah, shit. Yeah, g- g- gangs is everywhere, up north, down south, east and west. Yeah, that still sound pretty black. <laughs> um, Nick Ju, any other favorite moments? Um,
0: no, I think, I mean, I think we've hit the highlights okay. uh, a lot. I think I was very, um, I don't know, it was giving me a lot of different movies. Like, I, I was feeling that Players Club, it was a little set it off in there for me, cause I was yes. rooting for them. I was, yes. at one point I was like, they gonna make it, they finna get up out the, the ghetto, they gonna get off food stamps, and then they didn't, but then they did. Again. <laughs> right. so, they,
2: by happenstance, <laughs> they kinda did. Right. right. And um, so I was
0: there, I was on for the emotional ride, cause at first I was reading it and being like, just like, oh, I'm finna, judge these wretched people like I do on TV. And I judge them obviously, but I was invested, emotionally invested in yes. their lives.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, what <laughs> about a- uh you, Litter? Anything else?
1: Uh I like the, the part where um we're we're reading one of Serena's chapters and uh Daphne is talking to her about Myron who was the guy that was having the bachelor party that she was having, you know, the affair with who Titty fucked her and ate her pussy out. Mm-hmm. Um, Sensually. <laughs> C- you know,
2: Sensually. yes.
1: it was yes, love yes. behind it. Mm-hmm. Nothing raunchy about that. Um, so, you know, she's talking about, man, you know, I really enjoy Myron and we've been talking and blah, 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 right? And um, so, you know, Serena is just telling her, girl, I'm so happy for you. I really hope that he's the one and all this kind of stuff. And there's a couple of times where they were talking about that shit where I wrote like, this nigga's married. What the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this dude was having a bachelor party. He was the guy that was getting married. None of them but, could, none of them could judge Leonard. One, <laughs> no, one, yeah. of yeah. only, one of them,
2: one of them only fucks married men. The other one fucks anything moving. Yeah. And then the other one's a fucking drug addict. Who was going to tell her, Scott, who going to check <laughs> right? her?
1: Nobody. Guess, yeah. Like, uh, you know, just the fact that. Daphne in that moment was the one who was the closest to actual yeah. love in a relationship, which seemed like a lot of them wanted, you know, yeah. uh what was it? Serena was married or whatever, and and her husband passed away. So she had that, but yeah. you know, the guy died and everything. So that was sort of a, a theme, you know, throughout the book, they were all sort of looking for love in certain ways. And, you know, despite the fact that it was somebody else's man, she was really rooting for her in a corner. But Ironically, yeah, like you said, like that was Serena who was saying that shit, who's notorious for fucking people's men. I mean,
2: the way it was is like he did sound like a keeper. He just happened to be somebody else's keeper.
1: He was already, yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. He was already taken, but, you know, whatever. He had some good qualities. Semantics. One of my favorite moments is um, when Daphne is looking for her earrings. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Talk about it. (laughs) and um first of all her logic for finding (laughs) her earrings was crazy to me because it was like i went to look for my earrings so i could go hang out with myron go on this date um you know now that i know i'm not gay um (laughs) so so she so like she was going to get the earrings and she couldn't find them joints then she went through this entire like mental process of like well they could be uh uh, it, like maybe my daughter Sherelle wore them, you know. So I'm gonna go check them. She shouldn't have took them without asking me. They're expensive. Or maybe she hid them from her friends because her friends steal shit from your house. Like, right. who the fuck got friends like this that can still come back? Not my parents would have killed me. <laughs> Somebody stole them. Some, if something came missing, our house would have went on quarantine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? Nothing.
3: Yeah. Nothing yes.
2: boo. Nothing goes in. Nothing goes out. That shit would have turned into the airport. Niggas would have been getting frisked. <laughs> like, uh yeah i'm gonna need to see some id um but yeah so she was like okay i went in to my top I, I go in her room i look in the top drawer look through her clothes it's not there maybe she's wearing them nah she wouldn't wear them because she dressed like kind of like a dude you know um so uh she finds them when she lifts up the mattress and instead she sees a bunch of magazines five different vir- volumes of one called curve Yes. <laughs> she was she said and noticed two butch looking women on the cover. <laughs> uh, <laughs> word. That was so good. Two tikkies. She said um uh one um the on the front of the cover bold letters it said one hundred and one lesbian sex positions. Woo. What like what is the um like if it is a lesbian erotica magazine, why would it have hundred and one lesbian sex positions? Is it volume one? Cause I feel like, <laughs> I feel like that would be like 17 ways to jack off in the next playboy. Like it's, it's covered. It's covered. Men, we're, we're there. Men are very simple. Yeah, uh, whatever. And she
0: said she Googled lesbian sex. I'm like, I need to know your Google search because, um, I feel like they locked that stuff in a vault and the only lesbian porn you can find is for men by men. Cause I'm like, you just did a simple lesbian porn and you came up on some authentic two women having sex. Mm-hmm. That, that,
3: that's hard. Yeah. It's one of them things where you got to go through the crevices that you have to like phrase it just right or.
2: That's
0: not, it must be in the dark net because you no. can't just find lesbian porn. No.
2: <laughs> and the earrings were under the magazine. So she did find them, but she didn't take them because she right. didn't want her daughter to find out. And then she went to Mar, Mar- went with Myron to, uh, Arigato's Japanese steakhouse
4: in, <laughs> right. Right
2: in the luxurious Tampa.
4: Yes. Yeah, right. similar
2: similar to the Benihana she visited in north and up north in Maryland. So um, that's similar to Kabuto's. Yeah, very luxury establishment, Karen. Um, yes, that is. they're talking about, uh, Karen. Any other favorite moments? I think we about covered them all. I'm, all right, my mind is floating. Well, let me go with Leonard then,
1: Leonard. When Jewel overdosed, and oh she my was god, in the hospital. Yeah. But, yeah, by the way, man, you.
2: I'm going to stop calling on Linda. He keeps stealing my shit, man. <laughs> that was mine. Son of a bitch. Dog. <laughs> this is the last time you come back on this show. For
1: Book club. When she overdosed, man, and I forget who was mad at her. It might have been Jocelyn. But one of them was pissed the fuck off. Like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? Almost dying. And, blah, blah, blah. and then when she had to admit that, yo, I smoked the TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she Duh. blew all the money from the jocelyn business.
2: cussed her ass out her
1: out man she was
2: so mad she was like yeah. they were and like the way i was right it was like she was devastated i was crying laying on my side i couldn't even face my friends
1: <laughs> jocelyn was like where the fuck is my money bitch <laughs> like, everybody else was being sympathetic like yo shit girl you all right blah, blah, blah. she it's was true. like fuck, fuck her where's my goddamn money yeah i hate you But she had
0: the least right to be mad, in my opinion, because she was collecting side money from the white man and probably numerous other clients that they never discussed for the longest time. So she had a little kitty on the side. Yeah, she
2: said she wasn't going to give no money to the business, too. And they said they were going to give all tips to the business.
0: Mm
2: hmm. She was like, if you give Jill $200, I mean, which I guess turned out to be smart. She would have smoked it. But still, (laughs) the the principalities of this shit, as they say in the book. The principalities yep. of the shit, it was fucked up. Um, I, another moment for me is um, Serena got pregnant by Jeff after all that oh shit. My god.
3: Yes, oh, shit. and then was like, I'm gonna keep the baby. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to
0: hit the, the last person she told. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes, yeah, she was gonna tell everybody else, but Jeff find out last, if at all.
2: Oh my god. Oh um. And in that last chapter, is, now just run up random things if you want. Um, the news report can refer to, because we know how the news does. <clears throat> a gang leader was found murdered by asphyxiation <laughs> late Thursday night. The body was discovered with a plastic bag covering the head of an unidentified male who refuses to give a statement. Wait. A uh, body was discovered with a plastic bag covering the head... Oh, by an under- okay, so he was. It was found by the man. Okay, got it. The name of the murder victim is being withheld until members of the family are notified. Anyone with information regarding this incident is urged to notify the Saint Petersburg Police Department. And then immediately, I'm so glad Jamal is out of town and ain't involved in no mess like that.
3: Right. I thought, bitch, <laughs> right. what he probably the one that killed when, him and gave when y'all he the
1: left, money. When he left the house, she was like, he basically told her, "Don't ask me why I'm leaving. I'm just leaving, and here goes some money."
2: <laughs> yes. She- <laughs> Yeah, Sherrod joins the Army. Like, they wrap it up pretty good. And, yeah, I, nice you know, I almost hate to say it, man, because, you know, we've had a lot of jokes. But I got a little bit of uh, for at the <laughs> end <laughs> when they had that waiting to moment where they was all just being <laughs> friends. Yeah. Jocelyn came by and like with um with Jewel uh, cause they was they had been beefing the whole fucking book. The whole yeah. book. And they yeah. they kinda yeah, everybody
1: hated Jewel, man. Everybody
2: hated her. Yeah, they all kind of made up and Jocelyn like came through with her new car and um uh, talked about how she going on vacation with her white boo and shit. Uh-huh. Um and uh they say uh we all we are all strong independent black women no matter where we go What we go through from this point forward, let's make a vow. Let's vow right here and now. We will never, never, ever, 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 ever. We will never result to be, result. We will never (laughs) result to being food stab bitches ever again. And I said, hmm, that was good. (laughs) It was. It worked, man. I can't, like, as it was happening, I was like, this is working on me.
0: Whoever Jewel is based off of, the author must not like because it was so much subtle shade being thrown at her. Like yeah, she yeah. wasn't cute enough to go clean the houses, so she had to do the books. She
1: had, yeah. To, yeah they kept her away from the she customers. Was, she
2: was the most judgmental.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> she um,
3: always
2: filled out with everybody. Yeah, yeah. and I always had some shit to say. And Jocelyn, yeah, Jocelyn to me, and maybe it's because I imagine her as Jocelyn in the um, on the show Love Hip Hop, <laughs> but Mm-mm. like she I actually liked her because she even she kind of did have a softer side like love and hip-hop is doing jocelyn now where when this show when love and hip-hop started it was her always throwing punches Mm
4: -hmm, now it's just
2: her giving you shade to your face and leaving like oh well i'm leaving my own party fuck y'all but i told you how i felt i told you how i felt like that's how jocelyn was the whole book like even when even when um she fell out with them and she would show up. She still would have some shade for you, but then it would be like, I still love you, girl. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I fucks with it, man. Um, I guess let's talk about, uh, how, uh, we feel about the book overall, man. Um, Karen, would you, uh, recommend Food Stamp Bitches on a scale of one to ten? Like, what would you judge this book? <clears throat> Am I? And I guess this is
3: my first time. Uh, I give it a 10. That's because this is my first experience. So to me, it was an excellent read. It has its flaws, you know, spelling errors, like, like, like Linda says, 14, your name spelled 14 different ways, but it is like a good read. You will literally pick it up, start reading and zoom through it. So it is one books. because I did mine through my iPhone. And so, you know, at the bottom it's like percentage, So I was starting this thing. I know it was like 5%, 10%, 15%, 20%. I was like, shit, I got to go to bed. You know, so it was (laughs) one of them books that is a real page turner. And it was so much fun reading. And it's literally a live action book that you're reading. It's like the author did a very good job of making you feel the character, very descriptive. So all of a sudden you felt like you were there or -hmm. you could see the things that they were seeing.
2: So she did engulf you in that world. Yeah. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> what about you Nick Ju? What would you uh rate this book?
0: I think I'm going to give it um I'm going to give it a a a 9. I I think um going into it, I was prepared to not like it and I just it took me over, and the reason why I'm withholding the ten is because, like Teresa, I know that you are doing it for yourself in the for the nine nine and the two thousand. The 2000. editing, <laughs> the editing stuff. Like I get it, you run your business. Trust me, I edit my show, and it's difficult or whatever. But that little bit of bump and the level of professionalism could take this book to epic sales and heights because people eat this kind of stuff up. It was so like Tyler Perry. It was so. Mm-hmm. Level- and hip hop, and this stuff is making money hand over fist right now. So I think if she had took that next level, Mm -hmm. she would have. I think she could take it to the next level.
2: I I So what was your score there? It was a eight, nine, nine, a nine. Okay, Leonard brother, what about you?
1: Yeah, I I agree with what uh, Nicole said, man. Um, basically for the same reasons, like you know the 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 writing had its flaws like we've all talked about like you know people's names being spelled differently and you know not really spelling errors in terms of um things being spelled wrong but using the wrong word like when when she talked about the girl being pregnant and wearing high heels she said you know who who wears high heels when they're pregnant but she didn't write t-h-e-y apostrophe r-e she put Mm t-h-e-i-r so things like that you know what i mean like things like that you know took away from it but in terms of entertainment value and being able to really get through this thing pretty quickly, I would give it about a nine or whatever because of the entertainment value. I don't watch it, um, reality shows, but it really was like when I see people talk about love and hip-hop and all those things that they watch or whatever, like I'm on my Twitter timeline, it felt like I was watching an episode of that. So entertainment-wise, definitely, um, it gets a high score. The technical stuff and things like that, she does need to improve on. Hopefully, some of the other books that she's written have gotten better you know, in that area. Because, I mean, if you're a writer, then you definitely need to have your shit on point, man. But, um, I give it a nine, though. All
2: right, man. I think I'm gonna have to, uh, give it a eight. Because I'm hoping that in the future, you know, we'll find even better books and stuff. I wanna leave some room out there. But I solidly enjoyed this book. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not technically uh, proficient in some areas. Okay? Um, (laughs) some details get switched, some things get missed. But, um, I can't say I didn't enjoy the fuck out of it and I just uh I don't believe in respectability politics so I don't feel like this is setting back black people and we no, don't need to all. read this shit like there's plenty of authors out there that if you don't want to read something like this you can go read something else. Yes. Um so I I really enjoyed it. Um the lessons were simple. I like that it was short by the way.
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: You know um I know that's one of those things that people, you know, feel like the lordier, the longer the book, the better it is. Mm. I'm not one of those people. I have shit to do. I know. It's so... And I appreciate being able to, to read this in the meantime, in between time and get it done uh, pretty thoroughly. And until we did this review, man, um I didn't realize how much of it stuck with me.
1: You know? Yeah. Characters, right. Yo, I want to ask y'all a question, though. Like, yeah. did the book just abruptly end? Like, didn't it seem like... <laughs> <laughs> the end of the book... Like. Before that page that he read at the beginning where Mm -hmm. it goes into the other things that she written, there's a page that says, you know, dear writer, thank you for reading food stand bitches. That's page 203. Mm -hmm. Page 202, somebody's in the middle of a fucking sentence Mm -hmm. and then you literally turn the page and then you see, dear reader, thank you for reading food stand bitches. I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) Now, for
2: (laughs) me me personally, I I don't think it ended abruptly. I think they tied up all the storylines. And then they had their way next hell moment and there wasn't nothing left to do. Uh, Jewel had to go to rehab and the other two were going to drive her there. Jocelyn was going off on a vacation with her white man. Um, Shout
1: out what's to the John, problem? No.
2: The, the son, you know, the problem son went to the army. The other one went to live with his daddy. I don't even see what any of the issues could be. Um, <laughs> so maybe, uh, Cheryl, we never find out Cheryl, uh, tells like, her mom that she is in fact gay, but her mom does tell her that she can tell her anything, so yeah. you know um
1: and then yeah, the story was wrapped up in yeah, just like Jocelyn
2: I was like, has her talk with her daughter uh with Brianna about having sex and uh the responsibilities that come with it so. Yeah, I, I don't know. It didn't end abruptly to me. Joint felt good. I was like, mm, "Man, we're But well, I didn't
1: mean it in terms of like the story not being completed, but <clears throat> somebody was literally in the middle of a sentence, oh. and then the next page you didn't get the the rest of the sentence.
2: Well, once they said "never, ever, 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 ever," <laughs> right? I mean, that was yeah. really it. That was yeah, that was that was right. the story. Yeah, that's when I knew it was wrapping up. You know what I mean? Yeah. like I maybe they could have used a couple paragraphs of exposition about the plight of. Food stamp bitches, but you know what? I <laughs> yeah. I was fine. I was fine without <laughs> <laughs> it.
0: And I'm gonna say, I hate to be put in the position to defend this man, but mm-hmm. this is very to me reminiscent of these Tyler Perry things, except he don't really cuss or have like overt sexual stuff. Yeah. And y'all y'all gave her a chance. I say y'all give a nigga a chance.
2: Yeah, give a nigga yeah. a chance, dog.
0: Give a nigga a chance. I fuck yeah. with it. I fuck with same it, man. Type of thing. Yep.
3: Yes, and it was fun. It was enjoyable. So for those of you that actually missed, uh, reading it, uh, actually go back and read it and you will enjoy. Hopefully you enjoyed it as much as we did. And for those of you that
2: read it, I hope y'all had a good time because we sure yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, it's very
1: I entertaining. Was yeah, um, I was partying, man.
2: Now we do have news and shit. I don't know. Uh, I didn't even ask if you guys do you want to stick around for the rest of the show or if you have shit to do, that's fine. But, uh, we do have some other stuff to talk about. I have to
0: run because I have to pack and go back to North Carolina in the morning and hang out with my family before I leave. But I had a great time. I appreciate you waiting on me to get my schedule right.
2: No, No, man, we couldn't do this without you, Nick Jew. And I'm so glad you were able to clear up some time to do this with us. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you guys so much. I I ain't got shit else
2: to do so I can hang. All right, Linda's going to (laughs) stay. Nick Jew, you have a good one. Have a good one. uh, Peace, Nick. Peace. Bye. Peace. Uh, Nick Jew from What's the Tea podcast with our co-host R to the Edgy. Go check um, them out. Great show. What's the T Tuesday it means that y'all should get a show possibly tomorrow, tomorrow, depending on what if they were able to record one during this uh, vacation time. Um, <clears throat> all right. So Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith have been cleared by Child Protective Services following the investigation over Willow's shocking bed photo. What did they think was going to happen? Right. Didn't I say that this shit they would be fine? Oh. They rich as fuck and they care, so <laughs> you know. Like people looked at that one picture, it was like, "Someone need to call DCC DCSs like for what?" Like and 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 I also felt like um a little bit of racist. Yeah. You know, white kids get to do a bunch of crazy ass shit. Right. Winter Paltrow's kid, probably named Apple, and running around and fucking playing with
1: playing uh, with a uh, boy the,
2: named uh, Grapes. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> she boy probably. she grapes. was probably going around um doing all the shit that you're not supposed to do um in those cartoon commercials about uh playing around with the fire uh, i mean with the uh electronic i mean with the electric um what do you call those fucking things um transformer mm-hmm. like you know all that, that, that when buzz or zap or whatever the fucking name of the mascots come out and he's like don't touch that it's raining." Those kids probably go out and do a bunch of dangerous shit. All these little white kids that die in fucking Hollywood from a drug overdose. And I was an alcoholic while I was working on the set of a sitcom. But no, we got to go check the Smiths who are notoriously constantly present in their kids' lives to be like, do we need to take their kid? That shit got race all over it.
1: Yeah, it does.
2: So, uh, yeah, I'm glad the Smiths were clear, man, because, um. That was that was bullshit, man.
3: And it's a waste of time to me because you got these overworked social workers who got thousands of cases uh, that need to be taken care of. And y'all waste the time to go all the way out there and harass these people.
2: Yeah, I like Hollywood social workers. Like, Are Hollywood social workers just, like, not busy? No, they got like, shit to
3: do, but they prioritize for this one, though. Right. They was like, well, you know, it is some kids. You know. Oh, we get to go to
2: the pretty house. I want this case. <laughs> yeah, I want to go to Will Smith house. Maybe I get an autograph. Um, let me see what else we got. Um, a hundred people witnessed, um, a man who shot his ex, uh, wife and her new boyfriend. Oh, mm hmm. Uh, it was at a high school reunion. Wow. Damn,
1: man. Uh,
2: yeah, this is one of the things about that open carry shit. Like, and it seems so confusing to me. It's like, when someone walks in with a gun, am I now supposed to go, well, obviously they're probably the open carry? Oh, my God, he's shooting everyone. Right. You don't know the difference. A gun is a gun to somebody like me. I have no fucking idea what your intentions are. An Illinois man reportedly fatally shot his ex-wife and her new boyfriend at a high school reunion in East Peoria over the weekend before being killed by an off-duty FBI officer who probably wasn't open carrying, probably just had a fucking concealed weapon permit mm-hmm. um the 33 year old laurie a moore her boyfriend 36 year old lance e griffle pictured above were in the fifth quarter sports bar and pizzeria on saturday when 40 year old jason a moore walked in and shot them both in the head at point blank range shit he wanted to be sure they wasn't coming back mm-hmm. uh laurie moore ha- was there to attend her reunion for east peoria high community high school uh of 1999 more than 100 attendees witnessed the shooting According to the New York um, Daily News, a off-duty FBI officer shot and killed Jason Moore.
3: I wonder, uh, did she leave because it was a piece of relationship, or oh, she
2: might have right. married him? You know, read the article yeah. today. You marry your abusers, right? Right. This is the shit that the Yes, Our Women hashtag is about. This is the shit that yes, you know, so many people want to uh, talk about when it comes to these sort of uh, you know situations where men uh, a lot of times get violent, aggressive, feel possessive over a woman and they have some type of ownership over her. Mm-hmm. She's moved on and then this this crazy stalker dude go gets a gun and kill her and her man.
3: Yeah, and somebody said in the chat there was about like, ain't nobody gonna come to the next reunion, they gonna all be on Skype.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, that next reunion yeah. going to be a sad when the memorial service or something mm-hmm. it's very right. difficult to say you can play the what if game over and over but i think it's pretty clear in this case the presence of this officer and his ability to make very quick and very decisive action prevented a further tragedy Lori moore and her boyfriend were pronounced dead at osf st francis hospital several hours after the shooting uh court records indicate that Lori moore had filed for divorce in march 2013 her divorce from jason moore became final in may of 2013 so yeah. they've been divorced for uh, yeah. over a year. That seems oh, yeah. fast, right? March, April, May? Man, what, what state was that? Normally, they have to, you have to be separate for a year and everything. The Illinois State Police were expected to lead the investigation because an officer was involved in the shooting. The oh. officer's name has not been released. I
3: wonder, do you pay more for to speed that shit up?
1: I don't know, probably. Yeah, and I wonder also, like, if if it's more extreme circumstances like if you can prove that it was abusive or something like that, you okay. know, does that help speed up the process? I don't know, but that, that was something that came to mind.
2: Good point. Uh ex rapper uh uh is married, Eve. Uh Eve is married to Maximilian Cooper. Hey White Boo. Um <laughs> Eve said I do the thirty five year old rapper Wednesday uh wed her I mean not Wednesday thirty five year old rapper wed her bu- billionaire British gumball 3000 Motor Rally CEO and co-founder, Ma- fi- fiance Maximilian Cooper, June 13th in Spain. And she older than him? Um, I don't know. I don't know why I think she our age. She's 35. Okay. I don't know what age he is. Because um, uh, he's not the famous one, I guess. I don't know. True. Even Maximilian wed in a beautiful romantic ceremony in Ibiza, Spain. E! News confirms the two newly, newlyweds became engaged December 2013. They proposed on Christmas Day with a huge ring, and they just couldn't wait to tie the knot. Uh, I'm so happy to make Eve my wife, Maximilian told E! News. The whole experience has been amazing. We're both so happy to have tied the knot. That is the sweetest thing ever. And uh, oh, they all in love. I'm happy for her because um, I remember when that sex tape with Stevie J was supposed to sink her career yeah she had a sex tape with Stevie J yeah, yeah just she a, did it was yeah, just it, a, go ahead
1: it wasn't long it was it was maybe about I don't even know if it was a minute long but it's a it's a real a real sex tape like you know with the fucking night vision thing on or something like yeah. that and he was using a, a dildo on her they mm-hmm. were laying down and he was using a dildo on her
2: and she yeah. had the, uh, the she had the uh, tattoos and all yeah. that stuff, so you could tell it was her. And
1: yeah, she looked, like, right into the camera, too. So
2: Yeah, I think they said she used to be a stripper or something like that. Yeah, she was. I don't know how she kept that sex tape from coming out, by the way. Like, maybe it was just a threat and there was no extra footage. Yeah, that might have and, been all that was recorded. Because yeah. I feel like in 2014, if there was an Eve sex tape, it would have just came out.
1: True. but it seems like like you and i both saw it and i I know some other folks that saw it so it probably ran its course and then you know it was it was years ago so
2: well we didn't see it see it we you know what i mean like
1: but i don't know if there I was feel, more like we saw that right. part there could have been more i don't know
2: yeah there's an x-rated clip but i feel like i remember there being this threat like oh it's gonna come out it's gonna ruin her and, career it's and, gonna be you know because because you know there's this assumption like oh it's gonna be like the kim and ray j or you know uh uh what was the what was the uh rock and roll dude who had one
1: um and Pamela yeah industry. yeah
2: like they just yeah. this this thought that oh it's gonna really come out hurt her career rap is such a misogynistic industry as is um that it'll ruin her because people will be like oh the allure of this sexual rapper is kind of over and um people saw the clip and went oh i wish i hope i get to see all that and it never came out and everybody was fine
1: and look at it go ahead Karen I'm
2: sorry um
3: Leonard that and just the fact that it came out prior to Instagram and prior to a lot of these things we have going on now so people kind of just moved on you know if she was to have one to come out today it the response would be completely different
1: yeah that's that's what I was trying to say earlier like you know it, it came out so long ago that the Internet was here, but the social media aspect that we have now wasn't as big as it was. So it seemed like it might have ran its course. I don't know if there's more to it. But what I was the other thing I was going to say was that, I mean, you know, he just read a story about her marrying a billionaire. Yeah. And Stevie, the the co-star that tape. Just what didn't he get hit with a paternity suit for over a million dollars and uh, he's doing did. reality show? So
2: yeah, not even paternity suit. That shit was from. I mean, uh, child support. Yeah, and that was, was from the government. Support. The government was like, mm-hmm, "Yeah, yeah, where our money at?" Because, um, yeah. you know, the thing is too though, if it had been ten minutes long, yeah, it would have changed everything. Yeah. It was just two minutes. You know what I mean? It wasn't nothing to it was just like barely is that eve like i remember there was a lot of that when she denied it was her on the tape like i remember all this shit you know what i mean so um knowing that um that's the only thing like just i'm kind of happy for her because to me that's one of those things that people hold against you and try to sink you with Mm -hmm. and it didn't you know and i mean if if anything she kind of walked away from the music game so she did yeah um and i think a lot of people used to like eve so it was kind of weird to see her walk away when it felt like she had more music she could make but true you know she didn't want to and uh you know even with rough rider like that whole crew just kind of i don't think she ever really fit with that crew because they didn't they didn't have nothing for her to do like I liked her better when she kind of went pop and was doing like, who's that girl? And, me too. That kind of stuff. But when she was doing like, do y'all, do y'all bitches suck that dick? Hell yeah, we suck a dick. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, Eve.
1: Yeah, like a lot <laughs> of rap crews back in those, in that, in that era, you know, they tried to squeeze a woman in there and a lot of times it didn't feel like it worked. Like they had her and, you know, a was with Rockefeller and, you know, even, even some years later, the dip set had Zha and, you know, like, they always tried, and it was always like the first lady of such and such, fill in the blank, you yeah. know what I mean? Or, or or the queen of whoever. But it didn't really seem like. The only, only woman that I remember that really seemed to fit with her crew was like Little Kim. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But everybody else, because it was like a natural thing, you know, Eve with the Rough Riders and these other crews, man, it seemed like. It was manufactured that they put a woman in there because they were trying to get that market of women, you know, buying music and, and all that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, it's like, obviously, we need a woman, you know? Yeah, I mean? right. It was but like a
1: formula. It became a formula at some point, And then you just plug in the pieces.
2: She has an album out in 2013. It's on Spotify. Wow. It's called Lip Lock. Um, and uh, so she's still out there, man. Trying to do it. Got Snoop Dogg on it. Missy Elliott, so Chrisette, Michelle, Pusha T, Juicy J, Pusha T, Juicy J, She Bad Bad remix, so, um, I might have to fuck with that one. Hold up. I gotta play this. Baba, she baba, oh, oh, she I guess that's Jamaican or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, she baba. It says I don't even she know bad. what that means. She bad, bad. Um, yeah, I'll have to listen to that later. That's how I'm going to work. <laughs> um, uh, yes, it but, does. But congrats to her. Yes, uh, indeed. Teen mom, Farrah Abraham, came out with her sex tape. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she had came out with, uh, said she was coming out with a book. Well, the book is out. And she's going around touring, talking about it. Um... She, uh, the backdoor teen mom, that's the name of her sex tape. Oh, Lord, because she, <laughs> she does anal twice. Uh, she spent her 14th minute of fame promoting her book and her celebrity sex tape trilogy of erotic novels based on the private sex tape she made with porn star James Dean. Anyone who's seen the sex tapes, like I have, knows it. It's nothing private about it.
3: No, like
2: it's 100% film, like every other sex. Uh, scene that he does with other people and james dean is one of these dudes that he he like wants to be to transcend porn and push the envelope so he like will fuck regular women but he'll set it up like a like you you know like a porn shoe and like he'll fuck a comedian he's fuck like you know like other people just to be like oh look at this uh you know I, i'm 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 changing the game of porn and so he fucked her and um she has basically turned on him. And I think it's kind of fucked up. One, she's hiding behind this feminism shit, which is always sad when people abuse it. Because I feel like feminism can mean so many things to so many different people. But yes, it sucks it when somebody's just using it as a hustle. You know, right. like when Monica Lewinsky was like, feminist failed me. It's like... Did they? Was it their fault? Everything no. is there. Did they let you down? No, it's that's not how, That's how. That's what happened.
3: Yeah, when well you got women that are are using this to fight causes and fight for rights, and yeah. you and you are playing with the playing with the word, basically.
2: advanced reader copies in the of in the making have arrived, and they confirm what you already suspect: the life is suffering, everything's terrible. uh Erotica expert Rachel Cramble Bustle writing at the Frisky sport a handful of painful to read scenes. That hint on the main themes of Farrah's novels to wit. Other celebrities equal lame. Farrah equal fierce independent sex warrior who's too good for the porn industry. Here's a pa- passage about the male co-star character who she trashes throughout the book and eventually punishes with uh, colon cancer. I'd certainly woken up and realized that Jimmy Hines. That's that's the name. This is fiction. So that's the name she picked for him. Yeah. Wasn't who I would wanted him to be. He was a 36 uh, year old porn star who tried to do things outside of porn, but would only ever be known for the use of his dick. He wasn't my prince charming. He was well, he wasn't even really stable. He would be my on screen heartthrob. So she's dissing uh, James Dean, um, right there. Which, you know it's fucked up because he was kind enough to like do this porn with her, and then she's like, also uh, you're a piece of shit. Uh, she only had positive things to say about her own character. Fouling- after she got paid, right? Yeah, after she got paid. Okay. Tried to sell the tape and all this shit. Uh, she only had positive things to say about her own character, Fallon Opal. My gaze went to Jimmy and I smiled, playing with my lingerie, infusing the feel of the video with the feeling that we've been dating for a while. Baby, come on. Let's have some fun while we have you have the recorder on. I held out my hand, no longer fouling the actress. I was fouling the best-selling celebrity sex tape star. Mm-hmm. the one to beat every other wannabe celebrities before and after me uh it was an act a role to play except this time i wasn't just fulfilling a role i was revealing the side of myself no one else has seen before it was also an act for jimmy and everyone who could hear or sneak a peek into the condo it was a show for the camera all the watchers behind it and the people who would watch Later on, she's a sex warrior who does all the work on her porn shoot. Not a sex warrior. If you seen the, if you seen the video, that is such a fucking lie. Like the it's video. It's boring. Yeah, the video is mostly like her laying there. And then yeah, this like, dude having sex with her. Like a dead fish. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't even know. I was, I was murdering the scene. It's like, what? No, you didn't. <laughs> no. You laid there and looked in pain. And then it was like, when yeah, do I get paid? I could have went to sleep. Mm-mm. I retreated to the bathroom and stepped into the shower. It was a long day. It fucking started at sun up and I would still be fucking my son down. I re- remembered with boyfriends. We would have sex all day, and it was amazing, not exhausting. I was more than ready for a shower. I didn't do a bukkake scene, but I felt like it. My body was swimming with Jimmy Seaman. Swimming with Jimmy Seaman.
1: Damn, that sounds like something in food stand, bitches.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, man. And and when you fuck for a living, it is work. Yep. and uh, according to her, no ghostwriter. So, wrote it all herself. Uh won't be on our book club, that's for sure. Uh, no, We won't
3: be reading that one, so sorry to disappoint y'all that thought we was going to go that route. Won't be reading that
2: one. Yeah, it really sucks, too, that um people do. uh Actually, I talked to Sarah J. about this when I did my last Medium talk. And the celebrity, quote-unquote, sex tape that's really just pornography, it kind of sucks that they do it. They delve into the market. They make their money off of it. And then they immediately go back and go, it's terrible, I hate it, I, I, right. it was leaked, I didn't mean for it to get out, it's all bullshit, I was used, and it's like, that's that just sets everybody back that is in the industry making a living uh, while you try to pretend that you're above this, you know? Right, yeah. Um Speaking of being above things, a Utah police officer refuses to pay, protect gay pride marchers, we talked. We talked about this in uh, a few um, different articles where different states allow you the right to refuse to do things for gay people.
3: Uh, they They really get on my nerves with that bullshit. It's certain professions that you sign oaths and shit like that if you don't want to do it don't fucking take the job your job is to protect and serve it didn't say just straight your job is to protect and serve everybody regardless of race creed color religion any of that stuff if i call you you (laughs) should protect me and if you can't do this you should not be allowed to take the job
2: and he was placed on um uh paid leave so. <laughs> so why do not believe they ever get in it? Right, that's a big punishment. I was like, "Why are you paying him?" Yeah, pay leave. I don't want to protect these homosexuals and these queers, but uh, um, can I get my check? Um, nigga, no. Yep. You didn't want to work. You don't want to
3: get paid. If you went right. and went out there, I'd paid you.
2: Yeah, he said he didn't like that political message. Who gives a fuck? They paying you to be on the clock. Yeah, like, and also like. How far does that extend? Hey, I don't like the message that uh, these black people are doing. Right. I don't like Occupy Wall Street. I don't like, I'm just not doing my fucking job today. And
3: and that's the problem I have. You also have people that are um, uh, pharmacists. They'd be like, well, I don't believe in birth. I don't give a fuck. Give me my birth control pills. Uh, Me and what me and my doctor doing got a goddamn thing to do with you. You're there. Here's my prescription. Fill it to fuck out your uh, beliefs and how you feel has nothing to do with b- between me and my birth control.
1: Yeah, yeah. Certain there's certain professions that, like she said, your personal issues and and, and beliefs should not be allowed to creep into it. No. Medical professionals, police officers, you know things that we we're just talking about. But a lot of people feel like they can take that stand or whatever, and it's like, man, you know, you shouldn't be able to do that, man. And if you do it you shouldn't be rewarded with your salary. You right. should get penalized for that shit. And it should be some kind of penalty for like, look, you lucky we didn't fire your ass for right. this. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like it should either be, you get fired or you get a, a serious penalty that makes you say, you know what? Either I shouldn't do this again or I need to go ahead and look for another job.
3: Right, because because uh, I think to me, later, your job is dealing with the public. Your job is serving yeah. the public, and the public is everybody, not just the people that you that have, you
2: like. Yeah, preference to. Mm hmm. Um. Let's play our games, guys. Let's do this. It's, uh, it's, it's almost game time, so get my music here. Uh- just fucking with those black people, we're just fucking with those blacks, we're just fucking with, fucking with black people. That's right guys, it's time for Fucking With Black People, and uh, the game that I hate to play and you guys love to hear us be frustrated with, it's the game where we get <laughs> articles from all over the place that make us upset, and we rate them from 0 to 100. Today's contestants, uh, people that do real estate loans and an Ohio school teacher. Did y'all know black people with weak credit are 50% more likely to have mortgage applications rejected by wh- than their uh, white peers? Why do you need studies on this? Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Sounds
1: like common sense.
2: Right. <laughs> the, the data was published by Metro Trends blog and seems to point to a disturbing discriminatory trend. Here's how they run the data da- the, down the data. By race, race and ethnicity in 2012, at least 40% of all African-American applicants, 27% of Hispanic and 14% of white and 15% of Asian applicants were denied GSE loans. Yet of low cr- credit profile applicants, at least 75% of African-American applicants were denied GSE loans, 67 Hispanic, 50% of white and 55% of Asian In 2001, a pre-bubble year, at least 37% of African Americans were denied GSE loans, as were 25% Hispanic, 15% whites, 11% Asians. But if you narrow down the applications of GSE loans or weaker credit profiles, those denial rates jumped to at least 56%, 49%, 42%, and 35%. So basically, adjusting for anything black people routinely get turned down at a higher rate than, uh, everybody else.
3: Yes. And, 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 and the thing about it is that the, the fact that you have to work twice as hard to get, uh, half as much, uh, you know, people think that's a joke, but it is, it's like you literally have to have top notch credit and have a lot of down money for down payment. If not, uh, odds are, it's going to be a hell of a time for you to get approved.
2: Alright, well, uh, what do y'all say? Do y'all feel fucked with at all? It was 0 to you, 100? You know, I, I don't feel fucked with because
3: this is, you know, I, this is not like breaking news.
2: Right, yeah. You
3: know, you you, you paid somebody a few hundred thousand dollars to tell you something you could have asked me for free. Uh, so I give it about a 25 or 50. Like, I'm not that fucked with because this is not shocking. Yeah,
2: um, same here. So you same guys here. are, you say 25, Karen? Yes. Yeah, I think I give it twenty five too, man. Not very surprising news. Not very upset at all. Just sad. No, people are like uh, you ain't getting no house. You black.
1: It's a shame that it's still like that in this post racial society.
2: Mm hmm. Right. And banks even is- when they adjusted for like all the versions of how your credit could be and all that shit, still like nope, not black people. It, it don't. Yeah. It don't, it don't matter. An Ohio teacher has been fired after a black student who said he wanted to become president claimed the teacher told him that. that The nation didn't need another black commander in chief. (laughs) The Fairfield Board of Education voted 4 0 on Thursday night to fire science teacher Gil Voigt. It was science. It wasn't even fucking like politics. History. Not
1: political science, but just regular ass science. The
2: Mm -hmm. district, right? Regular ass. We using beacon (laughs) beacon burners and shit. Like
1: that, like that.
2: Bunsen burners. Oh, Lord. Uh, My bad. (laughs) The district felt that the evidence was sufficient to support the termination of Mr. Vo- Voight's employment. I'm surprised they fired him. Yeah. It's like, uh, hey, uh, how many covalent bonds are in a, sit your nigger ass down. <laughs> but you want to be president or something? Voight did not immediately return a call, so can comment, but said the student misquoted him. Now, what could the quote have been? Who knows? I love when people say, well, they misquoted me. Well, what did you say?
1: Yeah, why you right. want,
2: Why you want to get into that? I, I bet it wasn't good.
1: Uh, it doesn't matter what I said. It just wasn't what that nigga said I said.
2: Yeah. Void, <laughs> <Boy, laughs> who, <was> <laughs> who was white, told school officials that uh, what he actually told the team was that he doesn't think the nation can afford another president like Barack Obama, whether he's black or white. Sure. Because that sentence yeah. structure makes sense. Uh,
1: he could have been purple. We don't need another purple guy.
2: Right. A state referee investigating void found the explanation was not credible the referee also found void had made other offensive comments cl- in class over years including the accusation in 2008 he trained his laser pointer at a black student and said he looked like an african-american rudolph
3: <laughs> <laughs> i had to laugh at that one
2: void told school officials that he was only repeating what another student said well later acknowledged his conduct had been inappropriate. Yeah. You so fucking teacher. So students can get to be, yeah, teachers can be uh, peer pressured now. What? Yeah. You're double, triple their age, but come on. Yeah. Well, if all of the students jumped off a bridge, would you? Apparently right. so. Um. So uh, in 2012, uh, he was accused of calling the students stupid and implying that he and some of his classmates were gay. In, wow. that, in that incident, incident Voigt denied making any insulting comments to the students and told school officials that the group of students in his class were colluding against him. The state, right, okay. Cause you know how kids organize to get you out of there. The state referee found Voigt's explanation of the two incidents also not to be credible. Voigt repeatedly engaged in conduct that is harmful to the well-being of his students. The state referee wrote in April 11th, uh, report given to the Board of Education. He has been made, he has made race-based, culturally based, and insulting comments to students over a period of years. He was warned on multiple occasions that if his behavior, if his behavior continued, that he would be subject to termination. Unfortunately for both Voight and his students, he did not alter his conduct. So he may appeal his firing if he wants to. Um, he's taught there since 2000. How fucked up, how fucked with do y'all feel, Karen?
3: I would say about a 50. 50- only because they if they fired him
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, was fucked up is that it took them so goddamn long to fire him. Mm-hmm.
2: What about you, uh, Leonard?
1: Um, I'll say 50 as well. The first 25 really is just because we haven't, you know, this is nothing new, man. You know, the whole I want my country back and all that. You know, white people have been saying they want, you know, they, we don't need another nigga in office since Barack got sworn in. So what he said ain't nothing new. So I really wasn't fucked with on that, but I add an extra 25 because he actually said it to a specific student. He told somebody this. It wasn't just somebody just making a blanket statement or, you know, going up on twice, you know, Facebook or Twitter or something and just saying it to the world. You know, apparently he said it to one kid in particular or whatever. He was like, look, we don't need it. You know what I mean? So the fact that he said it to somebody is the extra 25.
2: No doubt. And I'll have to give it, uh, I'm going to give it a 50 myself. Uh, because they dialed it back by firing him, like Karen said. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if they
3: hadn't fired him or he'd have, uh, we'd have read a <laughs> comment where he doubled down, we we might have had something going on. Yeah. I actually would have
1: put him on paid leave. Yeah. Actually,
2: I actually would have only gave him 25, but he doubled down on his shit by being, oh, it, y'all misheard me. Well, what'd you say? <laughs> I said, right. uh, it doesn't matter if he's black or white. Okay. Okay. That's, Who are you
3: now? Michael Jackson? I'm Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, All right, man. Let's get into our other game, which is uh, fucking with black people.
3: Oh, we just did that.
2: I mean, sorry, guess the race, Karen. Thank you. Now that it's time for some guess the race, that's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race, that's right, it's guess the race time. Ba-dum-bum. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today, Leonard Brothers, the most racist dude in the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along and they are all racist as well. Leonard, are you ready? Yes, sir. Heroin packets were cop in a kid's uh school bag or some shit man he's like a first grader 20 students were taken to the hospital after a first grader brought 11 packs of what he believed to be heroin to an elementary school classroom teachers of the class at commodore john Barry elementary school evacuated the room and called police and paramedics after noticing a girl playing with small plastic packets oh shit two other supposed heroin packets had been opened Oh, my. We know that one of the packages clearly looks like it was bitten. And we do have one student saying that the young lady who did bring this substance to school did have that packet in her mouth. Oh. Students in the class were bused to the Children's Hospital of of Philadelphia for monitoring and all were released. Denitra Sally, a parent of one of the first graders, uh, told CBS Philly, I was afraid my son is just seven years old. He shouldn't be exposed to something like that. It just doesn't make sense to me. It would never have been in my home. Police charged the girl's mother and her live-in boyfriend with endangering the welfare of a child, possession of narcotics, and recklessly endangering another person. The station identified them as 32-year-old Marie Hunter and 28-year-old Christopher Troy Jenkins White. The the six-year-old girl is in DHS custody. Um, Guess the race of uh, Marie Hunter and Christopher Troy Jenkins White By the way, both the same race.
1: I would say uh, her neck is burned from many run ins with a hot comb, and she pats her head when it itches because she doesn't want to fuck up her hairstyle. (laughs) And uh, he's the same color. So, yeah, one who's woman who would be those things.
2: Let's check the chat. Uh, White horse. Black. uh, Let's see. Cheese loving offspring that just wanted to chase the dragon biological daddy wasn't around to put a stop to this black sweet and low in my chocolate milk black christopher troy jenkins white black (laughs) says maxwell capitalized jenkins white the kids didn't know what to do with the heroin never met a white jenkins so darkness falls the correct answer is black leonard brothers got it And a couple people guess white. Yeah, you can see him in the uh. chat room, guys. Look at oh, my.
1: <laughs> they look crazy as shit, man. Looking
2: guilty as sin. As
1: Hell like yeah.
2: Uh, so the heroin um, was all over that heroin in first grade. That was some show and tell. Right. Serious. Did they check to see if the baby was high? Mhm. <laughs> Everybody was taking every that for some reason that day. Everyone wanted to take naps. <laughs> so it's just man, these kids have never been this, this quiet, right.
1: right?
2: Man, anybody seen the metal spoons?
1: spoons <laughs> uh, <laughs> well,
2: A woman died after taking a legal high at a wake to mourn the death of her friend who had been killed by the same party drug. Carl Fearing, 24, was found dead on a sofa after taking the legal high GBL, sold as an alloy wheel cleaner. An alloy wheel cleaner? Who puts that in their body? Alloy. How do you even find out that makes you high? I don't know. So
3: that's the shit you spray on your tires? Yeah, to clean your wheels oh that oh that degreaser crap did like right oh oh shit that, how why why would you do that
2: to cut through from the road on your car wheels Tar. i'm going to put this in my body just hours later his friend lynette not 28 staged an impromptu wake at her home but she lost consciousness after taking the same drug and died after being rushed to the hospital oh <gasps> Birmingham Inquest heard the Friends were part of a group of ravers who used recreational drugs, including horse tranquilizer, ketamine, and methadrone, widely known as MCAT, at weekends. Oh, Louise Hunt, senior coroner, issued a grave warning to people preparing to take legal highs, which has been described as a coma in a bottle. Yes, Karen? I, 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 are they huffing it?
3: Are they drinking it?
2: I don't know. She said this case highlights the very extreme risk that people take when using legal highs, particularly in combination with alcohol. These substances shouldn't be taken and they do have a traumatic, traumatic effect, which your family is living through for the rest of your lives. The tragic friends were found dead April 28th. Uh, former holiday rep and Aston Martin engineer Carl from Kings Norton have returned to pal Matthew Hayes City Center flat in Birmingham after a night out, Mr. Hayes said his friend began swaying after taking a party drug, GBL, and added, he fell against the other wall, and I grabbed him and laid him on the settee. Uh, we'd seen it a thousand times before with everyone else. It was normal. Mr. Hayes said that he had checked Carl was breathing before going to bed. It wasn't until he returned from a trip to buy cigarettes the next morning he discovered his friend was dead. I checked his pulse, but there was nothing. I told I tried everything to make him wake up. Did he tried sucking his dick. <laughs> then you didn't try everything apparently not called dad brian told the inquest that he had spoken to his son on the morning before his death he said he was going out with the lads for a drink and said don't do anything i said don't do anything daft and he said i won't dad and then he did some GBL. <laughs> yes, he did. We were aware that he took recreational drugs. I had spoken to him various times about it. Carl's idea of recreational drugs was that they were safer. Safer, as he put it, more people die from drinking than smoking or recreational drugs. Mm, it all killed you in my book. As far as I'm aware, for almost four months, he hadn't taken anything. It was full of beans, full of life. Um, accountant Lynette, accountant Lynette from uh North, Northfield, Birmingham, collapsed hours later at her home. As she and other friends gathered to mourn the death of Carl. Ironic. Oh, shit. So, so they, these folks dying. They showing up and
3: then they dying too.
2: Right. Pull out a little GBL for Carl. <laughs> right.
1: I, I'm too much. it in your throat. Mm-hmm. No,
3: I'm too much of a punk. Like all that, that stuff. I'm like reading the back of it, but like. Uh, can cause cancer, can kill you, can burn your eyes out. Why would you consume that? Right.
2: Don't touch if you're pregnant and shit yes. like that. Yes. Um, her boyfriend, Graham Cooper, described her as a free spirit. And, well, she's the freest of all spirits now. A parent is over. And right. said free he. Free ha- her
1: body. Y- right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's a ghost. He right. said he had warned her against taking any legal hives. Before I left, the last thing I said to her was not to take any of it. Those were the last words to her. When I came back, she was completely unconscious. Detective Constable Julia Woodall from West Midlands Police said witnesses told how Lynette had begun acting to behave erratically at the wake, falling over and spinning around at a washing pole. Doctors worked over forty-five minutes, but she—they couldn't save her. Um, so yeah, guess the race of um Mrs. Uh, Lynette Knock.
1: I will say this is when keeping it MacGyver goes wrong white.
2: Oh my. <laughs> Let's check the chat room and see what they believe the race is. Methmonger who gives off a canine like <laughs> scent when wet. <laughs> new finish in English, his parents knew, and she's a free spirit. Nothing about this is black except the new finish white. Oh Cheddarbelly. Take out from the Olive Garden a white wall cocktail white. Uh, what do I have lying around my house that could get me high? Paint huffing white lemmings. One who usually hates foreigners in America but die partying when they beat LeBron. Oh. GBL equal Chief <laughs> Keith's lawyer. That's some white shit. Uh Never had the sweet embrace of a belt and had timeouts instead. Oh. White people problems. The correct <laughs> answer is <laughs> white. Everyone got it. <laughs> Everyone got that shit. All right. Let's uh, go to the bonus round. Where's my bonus round music here? Double the points and race. Double the points and race. That's right. It's the bonus round against the race where everything's worth double the points, double the racism. So far, Leonard Brothers is two for two. And uh, going into the bonus round. Feeling nervous, Leonard?
1: Not at
2: all. All right. Let's check the the next article. A Florida woman is accused of leaving a public store with seven lobster tails stuffed into her pants.
4: <sighs> oh, wow. Hope-
2: she walked in with crabs and walked out with <laughs> lobsters.
1: <laughs> exactly. She got a seafood salad in her drawers.
2: I wonder oh. if Jameis Winston is her favorite quarterback. <laughs> what, were their
3: hands rubber band?
2: Uh, you know how have- you
3: see them and their hands with them big-ass rubber bands across them? Mm-hmm. If not...
2: Yeah, I've heard mm. of, heard of a camel print, but never a lobster claw. <laughs> <laughs> Cops say a security guard spotted Nicole Reeves stealing the seafood from DeLand, the store in DeLand on Wednesday. The tails a priced between $11.99, which means her day's catch added up to $83.99. The 30 year old made it into the, her home at Orange City before the law caught up with her, the, uh, Lando Sentinel reports. Officers say she waived her right to stay silent and readily confessed to the crime. <laughs> <laughs> she was charged with petty theft from a merchant I don't Reed. think she read that right I think I was just talking Reed told the cops she planned to trade the license with a friend and possibly buy Chinese buffet or Delu- 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 did. what is that mm. Delu- did, which is a brand of the drug oh hydromorphone so she was gonna get high and go to that Chinese buffet uh, where they probably ironically had crab legs I bet you they did uh, guess the race of Nicole Reed
1: I will say Pavement Padawan.
2: Pavement Padawan. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Um, looks like everybody's taking their time. White says Vent Casey the third. Okay. All right. Go on, White. Um, everybody's taking their time. Y'all scared? One who dislikes Obama yet yeah, has sex with her black students before homeroom. White. Black says Joe Spacely. This one is dividing everybody. Yeah, everybody's know. stuck on this one. Hood discount black sponge box, sponge black square pants.
1: <laughs> says, yeah.
2: She didn't know her rights or that she couldn't do that says HC. One who discovers a land that is already inhabited says black rob. The correct answer is she was white. So Leonard missed it. those who said white yeah um pants full of, of lobster i say you want to show a picture oh yeah i'll, I'll put a picture in the chat man she looks like yeah, but that do sound like a black crime though yeah her, her, her face look, her face just looks like yeah you caught me so <laughs>
4: yeah
2: you know? her face looked like she was on her way to get some drugs yeah like yeah she's like i just want to get high on this uh New drug that I can barely pronounce and y'all yeah. are fucking it up. I want to get some Chinese buffet in me and here we go with the bullshit.
1: Everything about it sounded like black, blackness, but when you said the drug, I was like, shit, that might be a white girl, but I stuck with the black. Yeah. Obviously I was wrong. <laughs>
2: yeah. You can click on the picture to see the image got for some reason it won't, um, populate in there, but, um, let's go to the next one. Um, so we got this, uh, lobster. Thief, out of there. Um, uh, Let's try this guy. Seattle. A level three sex offender kidnapped a six-year-old girl from a Seattle park Thursday evening, only to be chased down by the victim's father and his friends. Hmm. Well, I'm sure that worked out. (laughs) According to police, the victim was playing with her siblings at Benefit Park in Beacon Hill around 7 p.m. When 30-year-old Jesse Brisbane asked her to leave with him, she refused. He reportedly grabbed her hand and dragged her away from the park. The victim was able to get away from Brisbane and run for safety. Meanwhile, the victim's father and two of his friends chased down the fleeing Brisbane. When officers arrived, they found the victim's father and his friends beating Brisbane, who was on the ground, according <laughs> to the police. Brisbane had reportedly attacked one of the friends after he confronted him. They confronted him, starting a fight. Brisbane, who goes by the name Infamous, well, that's fitting, All right? Because
3: you're gonna be infamously in jail. Yeah, right. the, the
2: infamous child toucher and shit. Uh, i sound like the eighteenth member of the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs>
3: ah, the one that got left off.
2: Yeah, uh, it's the infamous child <laughs> <laughs> toucher. When officers, yeah, so...
3: we ain't had no room for you and tape. I'm sorry, dog. Sorry. Yeah, it's
2: twenty two of us. Uh, Brisbane, who had reportedly attacked one of the friends after they confronted him starting the fight. Brisbane, who also goes by the name Infamous, yeah, was arrested, uh, uh, booked into the jail, investigation of kidnapping. He was convicted in 2009 for indecent exposure and communication with a minor for immoral purposes. Ten years earlier, he was convicted of kidnapping, criminal sexual contact, and endangering the welfare of a child in New Jersey. According to the Department of Corrections, Brisbane lives less than half a mile from Benefit Park um so uh guess the race of jesse brisbane
1: uh i'm gonna say jesse brisbane is a white man
2: all right all right um let's see what everyone else thinks about this failed kidnapper um is it really kidnapping if you don't get anywhere you know what i mean like it's like and if he you got, get
1: rejected like he yeah. was like hey come with me she was like no
2: she's yeah. like nigga no like, I, I will not go with you yeah i'm not stupid Right. <laughs> um, like my daddy taught me well new. No. room says white. If he was black, he would have had a four point six forty and got away. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Use that positive racism. Yeah, man. Um uh let's see. Uh for father running to his kid, white. Oh. That, that's the kid though. Uncle Jesse playing rough after a kid plays hard to get.
3: No, because black fathers run away from the kids.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but that's the kid, though. The, we're talking about the criminal, not the not the parent of oh, the kid. Oh, okay. Uh, Uncle Jesse playing rough after a kid plays hard to get. Have mercy, is what I said. Oh, say. Lord. Bougie girl, grab her hand, chase that bitch. She don't want to dance. White. Sheet. <laughs> sheet <laughs> that's
1: good maxwell yeah, that's a good one, Maxwell.
2: <laughs> you need to come to the chat room more out there child touching equal white stealing people in his dna white wife <laughs> white walker should have ran correct yeah he should have been a <laughs> right runner correct answer is white i think everyone got this <laughs> all right man it's time to talk about some sword ratchetness guys Leonard totally redeemed himself, so uh, we can move on. Um, uh, Pasco Man accused of threatening his girlfriend with a samurai sword. lacuchi <laughs> What a name. That's where this is located.
1: Aphid. Also translated, meaning the vagina.
2: Yeah, lacuchi in uh, <laughs> Spanish. A fifty-three Anderson. year old a fifty three year old man accused of pulling a samurai sword on his girlfriend later attempted to head butt a Pasco County Sheriff's Office deputy, Mark Boaz Anderson, has lived with the victim for over a year as a couple. Witnesses said Anderson retrieved the sword from the master bedroom during an argument, telling the woman, I will gut you and kill you. Shit. Anderson is also accused of putting that's his hand serious. That is serious, Karen, that's correct. Anderson is also accused of putting his hand beneath the woman's chin and shoving her foot backward. Records say that Anderson began screaming when he was placed in the back of a patrol car. When deputies opened the door to try and calm him, Anderson tried to headbutt the deputy, but only grazed him.
3: Oh, he was, he
2: was giving head to everybody. Wouldn't he? Nothing worse than a missed head,
1: but <laughs> right.
2: Anderson was charged with aggravated domestic assault and battery, on a law enforcement officer, he's being held without bail Monday at the Lando Lakes Jail and with delicious butter. <laughs> uh-huh. <Lando. laughs> you want
1: some butter on your biscuit? <laughs> yeah,
3: apparently so. Don't you mean the butthole? Ain't that another word
2: for biscuit? I've been in jail, I'm assuming. I have no idea. <laughs> never been to jail, and I don't even Whoa. know why you would assume that. I don't... <laughs> feel like you just <laughs> totally made that fact up i did
1: you took a turn for the worst yeah
2: well, let's get out of here while we can <laughs> <laughs> um, don't don't rape me happening in jail make sure you guys uh check out um look and listen podcast uh, with leonard brothers um uh, doing great work over there um yes. thanks leonard for helping us out uh thank with the, you my first book club yes uh I've, thing
4: yeah
2: and, uh, follow him on Twitter, L Brothers Media. Mm-hmm. And Look Listen Pod. Uh, you can also, uh, check out, um uh, my girl, uh, 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 Nick Jew. Uh, mm-hmm. on Twitter, she's Nick Jew underscore. Um, and also I believe their podcast is Good Day Saints.
3: Yes. And, um, uh, Reggie, his, podcast, his, yeah. his is R to the Edgy.
2: hmm So make sure you check them out too, man. What's the T podcast? Mm-hmm. Uh, What's the T Tuesdays when it comes out um and uh adam um no adam he tweaked audio code tbgwt tweaked audio.com get your discounts uh we'll be back tomorrow for *Dumb thrones our guest is gonna be uh nina perez again and of course justin will be here it'll be the wrap up for the season so uh you know last episode so that should be pretty fun yes. um
1: yeah man looking forward to hearing that one
2: yeah that'll be at 5 p.m tomorrow on tuesday um or whenever you're listening to this and um until tomorrow I love you. I love you too baby. Mwah.